Cool people, it is Oh God, it's a tasty Thursday, March 24th, 2022. This sports show begins right now. Yeah. Can't thank you enough for joining us here at youtube.com forward slash the Pat McAfee show. March Madness continues. Sweet 16 this evening. Our guy, one half of the hammer, Dime Cowboys at Tone Diggs, will have an entire tasty tournament talk breakdown for all of us to enjoy. Woo, we yeah. currently have a boost live on FanDuel Sportsbook for over 575 points to be scored in all four games tonight. Mm-hmm. It goes from minus 120 to plus 120. Ooh. I want to let everybody know we have had a lot of questions about these numbers. Oh, That's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. There's been some give and take. There's been some conversations because if and we need some teams to get real hot here. Oh, yeah. Please. All right. We love it. We're betting on it strictly because it's our boost. It's our bet. It's our love, our idea. And we want everybody to do good. Yeah. yeah. Everybody score. Here we go. I think Arizona, Arkansas is the beginning of the whole thing at 7 o'clock, 7.09. Is that not right? Gonzaga, Arkansas. Gonzaga, Arkansas, 7.09. Then there's a game at like 7.29. Then there's a game at like 8. And then there's a game at 10. So tonight should be absolutely loaded and absolutely fantastic. The 5.75 plus, where's room for everybody? That's right. Here we go. You know what I mean? It takes all, a lot out of it. It takes all the emotion out of it. Tonight, we're just, oh, good shot. Good shot. Come on, make that shot. Good shot. Can't be fucking missing layups. Mm-hmm. That's, That's what we're going to be doing tonight. Basketball. It's going to be exciting. Uh, there's some news coming out of the NFL. Uh, cars are not cars. Ooh. Indianapolis Colts quarterback, Matthew Ryan. Oh, <laughs> whoa. Get little past, slip. Bro. Yeah. Ha, get past it. You know? Yep. Uh-huh. PTSD. We all understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. PCSD. P- yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Post Carson stress yeah. disorder. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Anyways, Matt Ryan has uh, restructured his contract to take six million dollars off the books for, uh, for next season, so he's only accounting for eight, eighteen million dollars. Hey, that's okay. a steal. That's we got Matt Ryan with a full offensive line, Jonathan Taylor sure. in the back. We don't have any weapons right now. T.Y. <clears throat> Hilton allegedly talking to the Dallas Cowboys, but the Colts open up some space with Matt Ryan's contract being converted into signing bonus and everything like that. Thank you, Matthew Ryan, for doing that. Thank, Thank you, you, Christopher Ballard, for doing that. Thank you, Excited Chris. to see what the Colts do. There's other news. Bobby Wagner might be a, a Ram. He was allegedly there yesterday after and stayed through for a few hours. They're talking about life and contracts. There's mutual interest. Uh, there's things popping off around the league. There's a lot of rumors going around for what could have happened if uh, other quarterbacks would have went different places or free agents would have went different places. Nick was sending us an entire breakdown of how basically every team had their free agency process this offseason. So much shit. So much hope, so much, oh, they're going there, they're staying here. It has been wild. Let's assume something happens today because that has been the NFL offseasons. We'll take your calls on the 5RNG phone line, 1-833-4-McAfee. The Talks Table is here, at Ty Schmidt, at Boston Connor. Fellas, how you doing? Pretty darn good. You know, I will say that with all the trades going around, I kind of, it's almost like a keep your head on swivel because I really, like, in years past. Aaron Rodgers might be traded. Well, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm sorry. That's not what I'm saying. But, you know, you start to hear things through the grapevine, like, oh, maybe DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett is available, and the Seahawks will be. And then maybe the the Packers have two first-round picks now. Maybe they will kind of hop back in and Mm. and make a move. So I really am. In years past, you don't do it, but it's kind of head on a swivel. Like, hey, Mm. something might happen. Ty Schmidt just alluded to something that leaked earlier today. Allegedly, the Packers and the Chiefs both in conversation for if DK Metcalf is available. That came from Jack's settlement. And I'm going to settle it right now. Mm. Whenever you talk about the settlement, 
This son of a bitch is settling it and setting it straight. That's right. Exactly. Reliable source. Jack Settleman, whenever his name pops up on a little <laughs> bit of a source or a feed, you say, hey, Jack, hey, that settles it. Yeah. With Settleman. Mm-hmm. All right? And, right. and the thing about him is he's saying that the Packers and the Chiefs have inquired about DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett's availability. Seattle is opening to listening to offers for their star wide receivers, but nothing is imminent, which is fascinating because I forget who it was. Somebody came out and said they chatted with Pete Carroll, a member of the Seahawks. And basically, Pete Carroll said, hey, this isn't a rebuild. We're just trying to do things in a different way. We're trying to do things in a different way. We're st- I'm, o- I'm older. You know, I'm chewing mm-hmm. my gum still. I'm doing my thing. We're still competing every single day. We're still shooting hoops in the team meeting room. We're still having Will Farrell come around and do that whole thing. Yeah. We're just trying to do it in a different way than we have in the past. Because although it did bring us a Super Bowl, it hasn't in some time. We need to change change shit up if they move on from dk and tyler lockett that'll be very fascinating very very fascinating to me because it does seem like oh you're rebuilding yes. for sure yeah now drew Locke is allegedly a person that they enjoy at quarterback position but then insiders say hey look for seattle seahawks to be interested in uh matt corral look for them to be interested in malik willis look for them to be interested in kenny pickett look for them to be interested in baker mayfield mm. so it's uh who knows what we don't know we'll keep our eyes and ear to the ground in this vicious cockfight that is the nfl free agency yeah. period that has been ramped up much more i think than it has in the past at boston connor watched that talkie talk last night bruins are dead golden knights are dead talks the table yeah. might as well stop rooting for hockey well, take that helmet off your fucking desk. absolutely not because it's take funny it you say that because billy g talked about you know back in my day we used mm-hmm. to be hammering beers after games and all of a sudden this whole entire new you know mantra hey we got to take care of our bodies <laughs> and i know the bruins and pasta and marshy and everybody on that team is just slugging beers because morale is never been higher so i'm not even worried about the bruins the celtics are about to go in the nba championship the bruins are about to raise the stanley cup and i mean and the patriots are tied in the division at odds with the miami dolphins yeah, yeah. which is who a just, win who just, after the the offseason and free agency period that the dolphins had are you kidding me you guys spent more money than anybody last year right. yeah, so you're just you're just acting like that didn't happen you guys went all in last offseason yeah and it definitely worked got us back to the playoffs with a rookie quarterback got you guys in the playoffs it's good yeah yeah, yeah. that's a, that's all you're looking for now especially with josh allen and the bills just... and a playoff win maybe like the lions mm-hmm. no no because you know, no, yeah that's what we're looking for well, uh, playoff yeah. wins and super bowls they're gonna come the lions are doing it with a guy who sucks a quarterback and they're paying him 40 million dollars a year so it's a much different situation <laughs> but for the patriots you Goff know, has taken enough right yeah. I, you know, I agree i'm just calling it how it is he won two games last year what a fucking offseason for the dolphins unbelievable they got i mean armstead universally was the number one free agent tackle er, yeah tackle and uh, even overall oh yeah. really just yeah, overall. yeah overall he was the top and then i mean a guy like tyree kill one of one they get him too uh, the dolphins had an unbelievable free agency alec ingold fullback superstar was with the raiders before they got him mostert i mean it, it's impressive and then Edmonds, you, right yeah, yeah, Chase Edmonds mm-hmm. on there, and then He's you talk like, like Mike fucking Gumpy back there with his hat and his glasses, oh. just smiling his little life away. Yeah. <laughs> you look fantastic, Gumpy. Good for you, man. Isn't it crazy because they gave the stats? I think Sunday Night Football gave the stats since 2000. I thought it was since 2010. It was actually 22 years with the amount of wins <clears> per yeah. team, <clears throat> and literally. This <laughs> it's this room. This yeah. room right here <laughs> yeah. is the top four. <laughs> so we are obviously, 
you know, the most obnoxious, but we also, whenever we're talking about football, it's fun. You yeah. know, like we enjoy yeah. it because there's hope all the time and everything yeah. like that. Now, there's other teams that are on the complete opposite end of that spectrum. Foxy's team's on yeah, that end. Right, absolutely. I believe the Jets were down there yeah. as well. Down the Dolphins were not high down yeah. there. They, they were down there as well. Gumpy, I think, after all the moves that were made, and I think we justifiably so, I feel like the Dolphins are like, hey, we're in a conversation for at least the next three years now. Oh, yes. You can't have like the number one wide receiver. Granted, he plays a different position than like Devontae plays. And I know there's other wide receivers that are incredible, but Tyree Kill is uh, an anomaly on a football field. If they have him, they have a chance to win in a game as long as they can give him the goddamn ball. Yeah. And if Tua can do his job, which, by the way, I believe he can, oh, yeah. there are doubters. Lot will be for the next Wait, six months. A lot. Though. I'm not a doubter. There's a, a lot, lot of doubters. Tony. There's a lot of doubters. Tony. And all to, Tony, aren't you a negative towards Tua? <laughs> you to hate Tua. When? <laughs> Didn't you say, oh, yeah, well, the pressure's on. If the guy stinks. You said it yesterday. You don't yeah. even remember. Yeah. Like, don't worry. We'll get to you in one second. You did. You, you, I think you said, like, two of stinks. I don't think I... Maybe. I don't Tony. know. <laughs> I never said that. I never, I never said, said that. that. I never, I never said, said that. that. No, but you have asked questions. And I, maybe you haven't bared it. Maybe it was somebody else. But there's been a lot of people that have been like, well, Tua is not going to be able to keep up with all these horses. I believe Lefko, uh, Bleacher <laughs> Report, and also TNT talent, mm-hmm. been on the show before. Yep. Good guy. Mm-hmm. He actually talked. Uh, he put out a tweet that was very aggressive. It was like a, a 50 cal bullet trying to put it into a pistol. And he basically said, here's what it's like whenever you have the weapons that the Dolphins have with two at quarterback. I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, that is a shot. Yeah, yeah. People really feel that way about Tua. I thought every time I've seen Tua play, like, hey, the guy can sling the rock. Feels like he's passionate. Seems like his teammates like him now. Like, what is the – They what is hate the, him. Why? Everything I posted yesterday, Tua stinks. The Bills fans were coming out. I never said the Dolphins are better than the Bills. The Bills are the cream of the you crop. You just said we have hope. I just said I I hope we can make the fucking playoff. Thank you. That's all I said. The Bills are the best team in the AFC East. Maybe the NFL. I just nice to have hope for a team for one. Hey, don't let them bring you down. You're not having a great chance. time right now. Grin like the butcher's dog. Bingo. There, yep, there's the tweet right there. We're like, holy shit. Yeah. It's quite a shock. Yeah, Lefko big time. That is quite. A, that, I mean, that is a bomb for yeah. Lefko. By the way, Lefko normally super positive, yeah, like, mm-hmm. players guy, but mm-hmm. maybe he's just you know he's who's like, he rooting for? It's good huh? Who's he rooting for? Philly, I think. Yeah, the Eagles. Oh, he's got a lot of room to talk. Well, Jalen Hurts. Hey, we don't know what Jalen Hurts is either. Two is right. better than Jalen Hurts. I'll say that. Really? Yeah. Is that because you just don't like Philadelphia? Or? <laughs> Thank well, you, Tony. Well, Tua can at least throw a little bit. Jalen was right. What are we even talking about? Last year. Wait until yeah, you see. Yeah, he played well in that game. Well, well they play game. football. Yeah, they yeah. Bad game. Playoffs are best. What's that? They were over against teams with a winning record last year. But, hey, I think Jalen Hurts is a fine quarterback. New head coach. Yeah. Play who's in front of you. The whole scene. I mean, what yeah. do you want him to do? Exactly. Jalen's going to grow. He's going to continue to play rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. He's going to do his entire That's thing right. with Sirianni. Mm-hmm. They're going to do their thing. Tua, two big question marks there, though. Jalen, Tua. Now, they're going to be linked forever because of what happened in Alabama. Mm-hmm. But two, both those guys, I think, like, all right, we'll see. But now Tua has the opportunity that a lot of quarterbacks wish for, that his weapons seems like a, an entire program's going all in around them. They're not paying coaches to lose or tank True. or mm-hmm. you know, not going to get weapons for you to throw the ball to. You talk about ex-quarterbacks that, like, um, maybe, maybe their NFL crew stink. Mm-hmm. You hear them talking, they're like, yeah, I mean, definitely didn't get as many wins as we had hoped for, but... 
would have been nice if we had like maybe a one wide receiver too, yeah. like an offensive line. Decent, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think I would have been much better if I would have had like uh, maybe a coach that said like, hey, or, a pro- or organization GM said like, hey, we're going to build this around you. Like you hear a lot of ex-quarterbacks talk like that. That mm-hmm. didn't work out. Because by the way, if they're in the NFL – they're fucking good quarterbacks. They're yeah. great quarterbacks. They were great somewhere. There's a reason they're there. Now, I think there are some quarterbacks that have made it in the NFL that had bad records in college somehow because they could throw the shit out of the pigskin. And maybe they're just NFL backups mm-hmm. forever. And we don't know if they're actually good at football or not, but they can throw the ball well. But I think what two is getting right now, to your point yesterday, like there's no excuses now. It's like, yeah. hey, this team went all in, oh, brought in the best offensive lineman. They got you the best wide receiver that you could possibly get. They got another dog in there. Bringing in a fullback. We got a run run game coordinator with that's coming in mm-hmm. here it's going to take the pressure off your arm hopefully a little bit our defense can play like let's you have no more excuse so whenever Tua retires if it's after this season he's forced into it or if he plays for 10 15 years I think the answer will be uh like my third year I think he'll probably have his ukulele mm-hmm. like my third year I think like the team actually wanted me to win it felt like and they got me like a wide receiver and an offensive line and a coach <laughs> and Life got a lot better then. <laughs> and then his career went. Or it's going to end and mm-hmm. people are going to say, they got to a, an offensive line. They got him a fucking great wide receiver core. They got him a run game coordinator. They got him a run game. They had a defense and they still weren't able to win. That's the two conversation pieces that are going to happen. And I think Tua wouldn't want it any other way, personally. Big day for the Dolphins yesterday. Huge day. And like, even if Tua does maybe come out and lay an egg, like Teddy Bridgewater is a pretty formidable backup. Like, they'll be okay right after if he doesn't come out and perform. Yeah, Tannenbaum's got him starting week six. <laughs> hey, Tannenbaum, how about this? A team you ran into the ground? Maybe don't talk about them. Ever. Ever. Just, I'm done. Just stop it. Leave it off. <laughs> Cut it out. Talking Every points. other team, go ahead. Just not the Dolphins. Because Tannenbaum, the era of Tannenbaum for the Dolphins wasn't fantastic? or He stunk. Okay. So All right. Okay. Well, was the was he getting paid to lose? Yeah, oh, that's a good, good question. question Find out wow. in court. Yeah. Find out in court. Find out in court. I mean, I, that's all still going to get figured out in litigation. You know, uh, defense coordinator or defensive assistant. What is Flores for the Steelers? He is uh, inside linebackers coach, or maybe outside linebackers coach, and special assistant to defense. Hell yeah! What a great fucking coach. <laughs> yeah, honestly, what a great coach Tomlin just brought into the building. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? You want to be a specialist? All right, fuck it. We'll give you a senior special. defensive assistant yes. and linebackers coach. Yeah. Beast. And he's got Tomlin, who's just like he's either eating wings with quarterbacks in college, every or he's, single quarterback, or he's watching film. By the way, he's meeting with all of them, even if he's not interested, just to learn about them. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, let me get as much intel as I possibly can. Like the Patriots, mm-hmm. uh, there was—I assume there was never a chance they were going to draft Pat White ever. Yeah. But they had me punting to Pat White. They had me kicking to Pat White. They had Pat White throwing. They had him catching. And you could just see them like just taking notes basically the entire time. It's like, all right, this is what this guy is if we ever have to face him. That's a lot of the pre-draft stuff. That's why it's hard to believe what's real and what isn't. Because are they just going to get intel for if they ever have to play against this person? Or are they going to get intel for them to play on their team? It's hard to judge that. He was eating wings with Malik Willis. Then he was eating wings with Desmond Ritter. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mike Tomlin's been on the move here. They just signed Trubisky, are you guys bringing in a quarterback in that late round pick? You think? Yeah, you also ate with Corral, I believe, as well too. Uh, there's a there's a good chance that there's if you're doing all this work that there's a good chance that quarterback comes in the draft this year as well. But do you think because uh, Matt Rule's been in all these places as well? Do you think like Tom was like, hey, 
you know, I've been doing this a lot longer. I get fucking dinner with these guys. Maybe you can have coffee tomorrow morning with them or something. Oh, like you think that. Matt Rules is getting bullied out of these combos? I mean, he's not having dinner with them. Or do you think he sits at the, at the booth behind them and just over... You're at a kid's table. That's what you just said. No, the, oh. booth, the booth behind them. Oh. By the way, Matt Rule, I saw him on one of these pro days. I know he got paid a lot of money, but he's aging like a president right yeah. now. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? When, old. when he was at Baylor and they were doing their Looked thing. Great. Mm-hmm. Looked great. Spry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ready to go. He's Happy. been at these pro days just like... Figure out how to fucking win a game. Yeah. <laughs> you think Coach T is evaluating how the quarterbacks eat the wings? That's fascinating. I got to uh, smart. I got to go eat wings one time with a media person in college, and it was like uh, me, Pat, Steve. I forget who else. There was no reason for me to be there. I was thankful to be asked. It was one of the only media things I've ever been asked to do, and uh, the the media guy. He was eating his flat wings by pinching at the top, flattening that thing, and then just taking it out. And mm-hmm. it was it was what I learned from that beating. The, the, the only thing I did was watch that and learn how to do it. I'm like, that's how I'm eating the flat wings for the rest of my life. Maybe that is what Coach he's doing. Yeah. Like, Maybe can't... he's got one of those, and he's like – let me show you a little something. Yeah. Have you seen this? Hey, fuck it. Let me show you this a little bit, boys. Or maybe he's watching them to pick up their things, or they're just trying to interact with them. Who knows? Uh, Kenny Pickett probably kept his gloves on while he ate the wings. Keep right. his hands clean. Right. I like that. that. Interesting. So, smart. The wing slips out of his hand one time. Oh, oh okay, son. Let me see them uh, fucking hands, boy. Yeah. Hey, well, put your fucking hand on this one right here. <laughs> That's what I assume the Panthers are doing. They'll just walk up to the table, Tomlin and the other quarterbacks you're eating at. Hey, hold this fucking pigskin real quick for me, boy. <laughs> in between, in between bites, hold it. We don't eat wings here. We eat, we eat ham. Hell yeah! <laughs> Put your hand on this. <laughs> if your hands are extra saucy, it's hard to grip a ball. I fucking that's on the sauce. I had some wings last night. God damn thing slipped out of the hand. Oh no! Splash on the table, oh, right no. onto the thing. Oh. I'm like, God, Leah is amateur hour. Couldn't even imagine Kenny Pickett's life right now. Oh, oh my God. God! If he was to do that, <laughs> drop, he would fall in the third, yeah. fourth round. Exactly. Drops his phone. Everything. Are you oh. Kidding me? It's like if I'm shooting something into a trash can in public, I have to make it. Because if I don't, oh, that's why you're a punter, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if I make it, nothing said. But if I do it, it's like, oh, that's why you're a punter. For him, literally everything he picks up in his life is going to be talked about. Seems like he's dragging that trash can a little bit. Any yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Just grip that thing and pick that thing up, or what's going yeah, on? It's too small. Or yeah. He's yeah, lifting okay. dumbbells. Or like, oh, those are hundred. Oh, those are only twenty-five. Oh. Uh, oh. Your hands make it look real big. Yeah. Uh, Okay, third round pick. You gotta write it down. Great. What if he's a fucking guy? Then all this is even more funny. Because oh, <laughs> the next year is the same thing. Be it is the best. All right, we'll continue to cover all that bullshit in our own way. I assume this is exactly how everybody else is covering this conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. in the sports media world. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday it was announced uh, officially official. Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreit, Thursday Night Football on Amazon. Wow. Excited for that one. I mean, immediately go to a conversation of best booth in the sure. NFL. If they can find chemistry, which we assume both of them can yeah. because they're both really cool dudes. I'm excited to watch them go to work on Thursday nights. Congrats to Amazon, who I think we all got to see publicly. Took some swings at some people. They uh-huh. end up going elsewhere. Yeah. Now they got Herbie and Al Michaels. That's going to be an immediate fucking game changer. Good for them. And those games on Thursday nights, you would think, will get better, won't they? With that boot. I mean, First they- deal, too, though, with Amazon. Well, true. True. But no, I'm saying like you would yeah, think it would. Yeah. yeah. With that booth, 
with it being the first year, them knowing Amazon has a lot of money, you would think they would put good games. The only issue with Thursday night football is I think you can't flex it. So you can predict what you think good Thursday night games would be. True. But then by week 10, week 11, it's like, ah, this, these two teams might not matter. And yeah. you can't change it. So I think that's the only thing they're battling against. Mm -hmm. But I would assume the NFL is going to try to put good games on Thursday. It's, it's nice. At least you know that booth's going to be good. You know Monday night's good, going to be good now. NBC's going to be good with Tariqo and Collinsworth. And you you assume Fox is going to do the right thing. Like if Greg Olson's like this, these are going to be at least there's not professional. A night, yeah, there's not a night this week where you know you're going to have to mute the TV. Yes, which you shouldn't have to do with the NFL with the no. amount of money that's currently right in there. On Mondays, yeah. Well, um, you go to Manning Cast, but the Manning Cast now with Joe and Troy in their booth. That's going to be see how that is that going to cannibalize. I think so. probably. So they might move Manning Cast to Thursday then, right? Uh, I don't know. Can they? Because they don't have the rights, so you won't be able to show it. It'll be a little bit different. It'll just yeah. be a watch along. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what Which. if they just did games on Sunday? I guess because they're with They the don't SBN have the rights. They won't yeah. be able to, yeah. I don't know. The Manning Cast will still. Yeah, it'll still generate stuff. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll still do great. But uh, before we get to Sham Sharania joining us to talk about his time at uh, City Council in New York City. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Which. I'll wait for Shams to get here. My entire take on that. We yeah. need to talk about what's going on tonight in the NCAA. It is a Sweet 16. This only happens once a year. That's, That's right. All these college basketball programs from all around the country, from all oh. different sizes and shapes and everything like that, have battled so hard, endlessly. Coach K is taking victory lap after victory lap while these other programs are running gassers and laps to get to this moment, to get to the Sweet 16, to say that everything we did in the offseason, all the shots we put up early in the morning, all the running, all the lifting was 100% worth it. And although there are NIL deals, shout to Doug Ader getting yes. with uh, yeah. Buffalo Wild. Hell yeah. yeah. I never seen a better partnership than those two right there. Perfect. And I was thinking about how we could get in the NIL deal after seeing that, but I don't think I'm allowed to just say, "Hey, you win, I'll give you thirty grand. You lose, I'll give you 10. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. I don't know if I'm allowed to do that, especially with the way things are going on. We will continue to workshop that entire thing. But there's only one man that we call upon to let us know about what we should be watching for in the Sweet 16 and in college basketball, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for episode two of T4. That's right. It is time for Tons Tasty Tournament Time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All, right. All right. What? 16 teams are left. Eight play tonight. Wow. Four games, my friend. We Whoa. start at 7.09. Gonzaga, Arkansas. The spread is 10. Gonzaga is 10-point 10 favorites. That's a lot. Eric Musselman is a great coach for Arkansas. Mark Few, great coach for Gonzaga. Obviously, Gonzaga's been the one seed all year long. I think 10's a little bit too much. That's a 7.09 tonight. We start there. 7.29, Michigan versus Villanova. Five-point spread there. You want to go against Jay Wright? You go against Jay Wright and Colin Gillespie on your own time, okay? That's Villanova's head coach and uh, white guard that puts, shoots the shoots the lights out of a gym. They always oh, yeah. got one. It was Archie Nock, you know, and now it's fucking Gillespie, okay? Okay. Wow. Then at 9.39, people are calling it the matchup of the night. Hmm. Some people are calling it Coach K's funeral. Whoa. Whoa. Hopefully. Tomorrow we're having a moment of silence, you think? Yeah, that would be awesome. Oh, no. Texas Tech oh, and no. Duke. Duke's one-point dogs. What? what happened? Foxy just. Oh, Poor time on a cut. There. Uh, in sure. the of T4. Go on, please. I'm Texas excited. Tech and Duke. Matchup of the night, one point spread. That's that's the one where we're we're hoping Duke loses, right? Okay. 
Goddamn right. That Texas Tech team. Let's go, Texas Tech. Let's go, boys. Great team defense. They're a veteran group. They are. They are. Great team defense. Their coach is in the locker room. I can't remember his name. He was. He said. He said, get your fucking shit together. I don't want to say goodbye to you guys. No. That was that coach. I saw that. Yeah, it was awesome. He said, I don't wanna I don't wanna say bye to you, and he clapped him right on his uh yeah. right yeah. on his side yeah. there. Uh-huh. Yeah, go, let's get back to the, the, the nightcap. We got Houston and Zona. Zona's also a one seed. Uh they they got a bunch of bigs. Okay. And then Houston, Houston was a good ball team. I was gonna pick them and win a tournament, but they've had some injuries. Good ball coach, Kelvin Sampson. Takes his shirt off. Yeah. Yes. That's the nightcap tonight. That one was also like a one, one and a half point spread zone of being the favorite. What time does that game start? 9.49, I think. God it's gonna be a late night here. Gonna be a late night. Sounds like you kind of mailed it in on that last game. Just want to let you know in T4 if we're gonna be doing judging, but great work. Thank you. Big Tony. Nice job, Tony. Thank you so much for Terrence Tasty Tournament Talk oh. there. So we like uh in that first game, we certainly like I think I'm gonna go with the ten in Arkansas. Arkansas plus ten. You like that coach? You said he's good. Yeah, yeah. And then in that Michigan Villanova game, you're saying Villanova. What do we even think? I would, I would. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking either of the first two games, but I would lean Arkansas, lean Nova. I'm not going to go against Jay Wright. Yeah. Well, why is that only five? Right. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Michigan's been hot. playing very well, yeah. and if you look back, they were ranked top ten when the season started. They might finally be hitting their stride. Oh, uh, because this is when it, you just need to bring it together in yeah, the right yeah. time, and this is the time. Yeah, after Juwan smacked. That's that guy, that's the scariest really. game of the night to bet on, in my opinion. Because of the line, how weird it is. I think both teams could lay an egg, and I don't know who it's going to be. And then I think both of us are taking Texas Tech and Arizona money line. Because that old guy saying, I don't want to say bye to you. I won't say bye to you. I won't say bye to you. Hey, it sounded like the team was bought in. Also, oh, yeah. So oh, as far as experience goes, Texas Tech is 34th most experienced in the country. Duke is 346. So, I mean, we get to this part of the tournament. I like the guys with some experience aren't going to poop their pants. Fair. Well, and we already saw what happened in the Duke UNC game for those Duke kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. their pants. Mo- yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. And they almost lost to a far, 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 far inferior team and program uh, last game. Two. Michigan State. All right. There's no reason for that. There's no reason for that. January, February. Is, uh, is out of the tournament March, oh. April, oh. May, wow. June, July, July, July August, September, season, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year, Super Bowl, Valentine's Day is out of the tournament. Agency. Big Ten's never won anything. It's fun doing calendars. The Mayans did this. They had such a blast. Oh, yeah. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Look, we're doing this right now. That was fun. All right, let's get to a break. <laughs> Wait, still no, still no women's tournament update? Or? No, no. This Whoa. is him. Yeah. Hey, this is him. T4, two Tone's episodes decision. in. I think that nope. they started. T4, yep. two episodes in. Oh, they start in April. Still. No, this is your problem. How dare you? My God. You watch that commercial. Maybe you should fucking pay attention to it one time. Damn, Damn it. I haven't seen that commercial. You had to have. Probably change the channel. It's just words and sound. Yeah. Oh, so I definitely didn't see it. I need fucking bright lights and stuff to keep my attention. <laughs> also, there's a super Fair. boost tonight, Tony. Yeah, all the overs. Right up my alley. Half to hit. <laughs> they all have to hit. Here we go. Yeah, need them all. Need them. And so. <laughs> That's a bad We need boost. Gonzaga to score 140 points in the first game. <laughs> Boom. Listen, we got this boost approved. It is not a good boost. Like, I honestly, most boosts I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, all boosts. So this is the only boost I think we have ever put up on there that I do not like. Yeah. What and you I'm, means? And I'm kind of, 
Which means they're probably yeah, yeah, probably yeah, hit. Yeah, so it's a good boost. So last boost though that we put up, Sid score point and the Pens to beat the Columbus Jets. So it's easy block. Mm-hmm. Happened early. This one, I'd, I'd start doing the math on what the over-unders are. Oh, All of the over-unders yeah. are 572 and a half. Uh-huh. Ours is 575 plus for the entire night. It's only a plus 120. Plus 120 is obviously good. I'm not saying only. Anytime you get plus money is good. But a lot has to happen. A lot has to happen. Yeah. I don't, a lot, a lot. One, one or two overtimes. Ooh. Oh, yeah. We Half the old, games need to go to overtime. As overtime. long as every team in <laughs> that first <laughs> game, Arkansas Gonzaga needs two. Because those two teams push the ball. Twice had 41 tackles in a high school football. My God. He also averaged 40 yards a punt his senior year and those as having 41 tackles in games. What? College football national champion at the Ohio State. He uh Super Bowl champion. Wow. He's a Ryder Cup champion. My God. COVID survivor. And he once watched The Office live in person, (laughs) which nobody gets to do. And it was a Will Ferrell episode of The Office. Ladies and gentlemen, AJ Hawk. What's going on, pal? What's up? But I think all of our best days are in front of us, Pat, don't you? I don't know. I didn't get to see the office in person live, studio audience. Yeah. Like, there's only like 10 people that have done that. Kirk Cousins got the opportunity to become the 11th. He said no because he had other shit going on. You're one of the only people that ever did it. So, I don't know how much better life's going to get after that. But you're right. The future is bright for everybody because it has to be. I mean, I guess, yeah. Does it? Well, yeah, it has to. That's what I always say. Like, hey, it's going to work out. Why? Because it has to. It has to work out. And if it doesn't, we're dead. So it's going to fucking work out. Uh, what happens if blah, blah, blah? Ah, it'll work itself out. What do you mean? Well, it might suck, but we'll get past it. We'll learn figure from it. Figure it out. Yeah, yeah we'll keep like it going. Hey, figure it out. Like, it, there's, not a, there's not an instruction manual for everything. Just figure it out. Everything's going to work out because it has to. That's literally mm-hmm. just, I think that should be viewed a little bit more in life. Like, ah, it'll all work out because it has to. But let's talk about something that might not work out, oh. actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's a great pivot, good transition. That's what this show does. That's why we have, uh, you know, a new piece of hardware. Uh, oh, what, what is that? Is that the Radio Heisman? No, Radio Heisman uh, gun. Uh, kind of got moved <laughs> out. This one here, though, is... Uh, you know, a gift from the boys to me, but it was earned by the boys and me and you. Uh, we have uh, over a billion views on YouTube. Wow! Shout out to all you guys. Shout out to all you That's guys. That's got to be a big deal, right? I don't know. I actually asked Bailey. I'm like, so, like, is it hundreds of people? Do is- they send you anything? I don't know. Uh, they send like the uh, million subscriber thing and the hundred thousand subscriber thing, and I don't know. But I asked Bailey. I was like, "Is it like hundreds of people have a billion views? Thousands of people have a billion? Millions of people have mm-hmm. a billion views? How how proud should we be? Like this? It sounds awesome. It's amazing. We should probably be pimping at a little bit. Sure. Billion, billion views, baby. Oh, yeah. YouTube. But I have no. I have no idea how normal it is, Bill. So we did a little bit of research. We couldn't find an exact number, but we found the top. Uh, I think it was the top three hundred channels uh, had five billion or above. Uh, okay. So we're not that far off. But a lot of them were like you know Sony, Disney, like massive corporations. Okay. Not a lot of like you know. 12 person crews. Yeah, it's of stages. Yeah. So we're, so one we're of pumped. One. Yeah, we're, yeah. Okay. we're the only ones. Here we Here go. We go boys. Yeah. Here we go, boys. Hey, good for us. You too, AJ. You don't want to clap for the boys you there? You fucking like, son hey, of a bitch. We just found out we did something Thought that not a lot of people have done. And you just have zero excitement. Can't even move your hands because you're starting fires in your fucking thing. I mean, AJ, congrats to you too. Congrats, AJ. Congrats, AJ. Congrats, AJ. Congrats, AJ. 
hey, I'm glad to, glad to be a part of something that has a billion views. I can't clap because you know if I speak anything to this mic, it mutes you guys. It changes everything. So I just have to oh. kind of just enjoy it. Okay. I'm taking the moment mental photos. Oh, oh like I yes. did at the Eagles. Yeah. yeah. Yes, oh, exactly. Nice. But I was clapping a lot. Though. I was, yeah, true. I was doing a lot. Yeah, of you and Steve were high-fiving and chest bumping and stuff, I heard. Well, until Steve was passed out. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking poor Steve. I, I honestly wonder. Did like, you roofie him? Huh? Did you roofie Steve? I did not. I did what? not. Did you try to get him to sit down so you could have a good time? No, listen. Steve was ruining the people behind him. I was okay. I mean, the box. If I would have roofied that box, it would have been great. That thing falls off or goes on to a roof actually would have been great. Mm -hmm. But they, I'm not in the roofie game. Steve drank two Jamesons and two beers. I think they thought he was splitting with me. And I said, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I got WrestleMania, pal. I, I can't be... I'm high, dude. Get the fuck. <laughs> Him sitting made your experience almost worse. Worse, because he was. Yeah, yeah. No. By the way, because whenever he fell asleep, his entire body, you know, like whenever you're dead weight, you know, he just yeah. kind of. He, so he was all six two three forty in that chair. So you know, me having to do this number here the entire time. So actually, I wish he was awake. Yeah. I don't know, and I, I, listening to him sing along probably would have been amazing. Oh yeah. Anyways, let's get to uh, something that is pretty big news coming out of the NFL. So allegedly, Fox I Team 8 in Texas is report Fox 8 I Team. Fuck. Hey, investigation team. I God. Team 8 would have been sweet. Yeah, I Team 8 would have been sweet. <laughs> Fox 8 News, their I Team has learned that a second grand jury in another Texas county has convened to hear evidence against quarterback Deshaun Watson. This comes after uh, a one accuser of the massive amount of women 22 women is filing charges in another county i guess against him they're going to hear the grand jury allegedly the browns had known that this could be happening allegedly deshaun watson knew this was coming uh but he got out of uh indictment in the first grand jury and we thought because the ham sandwich comment from a lawyer about what a grand jury would indict a ham sandwich uh, because who knows what that ham sandwich is. we got digging a little bit deeper so we thought he was going to get indicted in the first grand jury just because of the you know the multitude of people doing this he he doesn't the nfl says oh that he's no criminal charges here we go and then more laws started trickling out that we learned about i guess if there was ever any new evidence presented it could go back to a grand jury another county could do a grand jury so i don't i thought this was over i thought it was like oh double jeopardy like yeah you can't do it because i know fucking nothing about law other than what i've seen on dateline or any documentaries is this i wonder if this is going to continue and if the browns knew this i mean we're back right back into oh he could be facing jail time here right with 230 million guaranteed that that's an interesting that's interesting yeah, well, i assume i i'm curious as what his contract looks like i would imagine the browns protect themselves it says something like if you're indicted on something then does it void the deal and you don't they don't owe him the guarantees i'm sure there has to be language to protect themselves yeah in every contract there's some sort of force majeure or key man like yeah uh, you it's know just, like, this one's just one isn't this I, what i read right before the show it's one accuser of the 22 that for whatever reason they're going to bring a grand jury and hear her testimony is that what it is yeah because i think she filed in that county Oh, okay. So then that law was broken in that So a different grand jury is going to listen to her story and say, hey, is this enough to bring charges against him? Yeah. And then could this happen in every single – because this was across the entire country, right? Wasn't this yeah. happening all over the country? Yeah. So can every yeah. single county that he was in? I don't know laws enough. Maybe. We don't. We, I wish I knew more laws. Tone Diggs has a cowboy hat on. That does not mean he's. Doesn't a it chef. matter where they came from too? Like if they cross state lines, all that weird stuff. Yeah, because you're thinking about Chris Hansen right now. 
I think, yeah, right? Yeah, to catch a predator, yeah. In, if you drive like six states and, and you bring pizza and a six-pack of Zima, then you're going to get a lot more charges against you if you're trying to hook up with a nine-year-old. Have a seat. <laughs> Come on, have a seat. I'd rather not. Well, okay. you're not going to want to go outside either. <laughs> yeah. So, neither thing's scary. What happened? One guy killed himself, right? Right before oh, court. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then that shut down the entire thing. Pretty much. That took over so much. I, I think a lot of us learned a lot about life while watching that show. Like, are you kidding me? Hopefully that scared a lot of pedophiles away. See, the pedophiles, I think, I don't know. They had to know it's out. They had to know who Chris Hansen was. I knew eventually they started to walk. A couple guys would walk in. Ah, oh, <laughs> It seemed like this was you. <laughs> Fuck. All right, I'm going to run outside, get tackled. Going back to jail, probably. <laughs> yeah. Interesting situation. Go ahead, Tom, dude. Uh, so there were nine criminal complaints in Harris County, which returned no charges from the grand jury. That was last week or whatever. Yeah. Uh, there's one single complaint uh, in Brazoria County, which uh, decision on any potential charge or no charge likely by Friday. We'll know by Friday? That's so the grand jury's going to hear her testimony like today? T tomorrow? So that's happening right now? Or it's happening tomorrow, probably just like the one last Friday. Yeah, it happened on Friday. We found out on Friday, right? Yeah. It said yeah. a grand jury convened. It didn't so, did it say they're thinking about it, or a grand jury so, is actually no. Been, like, the grand jury hasn't been put together yet. The grand jury is a group of citizens, right? Mm -hmm. A group of citizens, I believe, is what mm -hmm. an actual definition of grand jury is. I believe the powers that be convened and decided that it could go to a grand jury to whether or not indictment happens. I think I'm not 100 sure. So the Fox 8i team, investigative team, has learned a second grand jury in another Texas county has convened to hear evidence against Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson. The grand jury met Wednesday to hear evidence in the case. Oh, so, uh, oh The district shit. attorney... So this already happened. ...in the county declined to confirm the information. He did say more information will be released later today. Uh, the attorney for Watson tells the I-team the complaint was filed by one of the women involved in the civil lawsuit cases. It's not a new complaint. Um, so, yeah. The Brown, then he goes on to say the Browns knew about it, right? Then that was a different tweet, but yeah. Yeah, the Browns knew about it. We knew about it. That's happening, like, probably currently. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. Yeah, definition yeah. of a grand jury. That would throw a wrench in the whole thing, right? If this actually, if they bring criminal charges against them, then what happens? A grand jury is a jury, a group of citizens empowered by law to conduct legal proceedings, investigate potential criminal conduct, and determine whether criminal charges should be brought. A grand jury may subpoena physical evidence or a person to testify. Yeah, this is a big deal, right? This is the ham sandwich situation. Mm -hmm. Again, yes, he he was fined for the first one when there was eight accusers, right? When they Nine. testified or Nine. gave their testimony. Nine. Nine. And now this will just be one. Mm -hmm. So so then there's, what, 12 left? Yeah, and she wasn't part of the first nine? No, I don't think she could be, right? Because it was a different county, yeah. Different so those nine were in that county, yeah, allegedly. The By the knowledge. way, into the grand jury, they said... We don't think so. Yeah. And then this one is in Brazoria County, me, I believe is what you said. Brazoria. Let me pull it up again. So make sure. Are they all in Texas? These. Yes, they're all in Texas. This is uh, Brazoria County. You said there's another one happening? No, it has to be. There's 11 more ladies, 12 right? would be more, right? Because I think there's 22. Mm -hmm. in, but would they happen across the country? Ah, man, we but don't those, know enough about those. Law. Yeah, I mean, those cases could have been together. They, like, they could have been a combined. I don't fucking know. But they can definitely Tone read it. Yeah. Tone read an article. He's <laughs> becoming the authority and then he's quickly realizing quickly realizing he did not pass the exam. No, if not. that's the case though, then there's definitely more grand juries that'll be Potentially, unless they don't want to, right? Unless the accusers don't want to. Unless they drop the charges criminally and just go on with the civil suit. Correct. But then the criminal thing can come back again if there's new evidence 
shown in the civil court, right? Because right. I've seen that in Dateline before, mm-hmm. where it was a civil lawsuit for wrongful whatever something, death, and then like the prosecuting attorney was sitting in the court listening to the things, and then whenever something popped up that was evidence that they liked, then criminal charges came on the other side of it. Well, I don't. That just happened in Dateline. It might be state by state. I'm not sure. Deshaun Watson's situation still continues to cook. Zito just said into my ear, we should get David Rudolph on from uh, Netflix Staircase. Oh, why not? not good call. Yeah, not should, idea. Yeah. I don't know if he still follows me on the Twitter. I will DM him. I, I wonder what he's been up to. Who knows? Uh, They're dang. making that into a movie, so. He's probably a part of that somehow. Oh, definitely. He needs Some high-profile lawyers on here. Jose Baez. Let's get him on. Baseball? All right. All right. No, he did. Uh, he was with, what, Casey Anthony? Anthony or, yeah. yeah. Anthony, and then he was also Hernandez. Yeah, yeah. Got him off. He, he got Hernandez off on one of them. One of them, then, you know, the yeah. thought was he's potentially going to get off on the other one. He's going to be back in football in like a year and a half, probably. And then it, that it did ended. not happen, yeah. yeah. And then we were blessed with <laughs> three years later. The documentary. Yeah. Yes. Ed Sansu's. Come down and get breakfast. There's another guy cooking your bacon. <laughs> in his underwear. <laughs> not going to like that much. <laughs> you got to hope whenever you make documentaries, you get somebody that wants to go. Like Steve and that guy, probably pretty similar. Yeah. <laughs> Steve from the Eagles concert would have, you know, he gets sit down in documentary. Let me lay it all out for you. <laughs> Some people in those docs, you know. Like that McDonald's one. Remember that McDonald's one? Yes. With the McDonald's pieces. The one FBI agent or undercover guy, he was a superstar. What was that? The Monopoly game, obviously. Yeah. What mm-hmm. was it called, though? Mick, uh, McMillions. McMillions. Yeah, that was a good doc. That was a great, great doc. Great doc. What a racket they had oh. cooking. <laughs> I mean, genius. I agree. You get that type of opportunity, you got to take advantage of it, and then you know you're going to jail, though. Mm-hmm. Well, we know the families that were involved in that now, too. Who? They were Italian. Nah. Shut up. Potato breath. That's right. Ooh. Hey, that's you too, pal. Yeah. Got him. Yeah, you're talking about this guy eats more potatoes than anybody. Yeah. He took a 23 of me, and they were like, oh, shout out to the actual potatoes flowing through your fucking veins. Dude. Yeah, I love potatoes. Also, I this guy yesterday was so. accused in Italian refs of being bad refs when Donahue uh, is about as uh, Irish as it gets. Look, I wasn't accusing anything. I just heard he had a sanitation business, Tony, and you know what goes along with sanitation. Good business. Yeah, well, cleaning up the streets. That's what yeah. sanitation yeah. is all about. That's right. That's right. You know. Tim Donahue, I, I do believe he did have a Teamsters jacket, which should have been alarming when he walked into those arenas. <laughs> hey, I'm not I'm not. As soon as he walked into those arenas, you should have What are all those uh, clovers he got on that thing? Does that say Teamsters right across the back? No. She's probably not. <laughs> How come you got that black eye and broken hand today, huh, Tim? Wow, it's playing the hoops, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, it's going to make me blow the whistle a lot more tonight <laughs> than I did last night. All right, let's bounce around a little bit. Allegedly, the Packers and Chiefs have reached out to uh, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett of the Seattle Seahawks to see if there's any interest. I'm sorry, they reach out to the team to see if there's any interest for the players. This comes via Jack Settleman. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett potentially on the move because Russell Wilson was on the move or because Drew Lock can't hit him with the football. What are you thinking here? Are they doing a full rebuild? Who's going to be their quarterback? What the hell is going on in Seattle, AJ Hawk? Well, I would imagine DK and Lockett both are probably wondering who's going to be the quarterback, who's going to throw me the ball. So I don't know if they want to get out of there or not. Are they? Are people trying to claim these guys are a package deal, or is it no. get one or the other? What? No, individual lookout. I think. What yeah, kind of yeah. like what kind of compensation do you have to give up for a guy like DK who's going to sign a big deal too here soon? Well, Tyreek Hill won for a one, a two, a four. No. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a four, four and, and a six. six. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was a Tyreek Hill one for yeah one two four four and a six. That's Tyreek Hill. Now, 
DK Metcalf will hear whatever we say right now and him being compared probably if we say anything uh, negative, which is 100% okay and good. I don't know if he goes for anywhere near what Tyreek Hill goes for. No offense to DK Metcalf. I would assume it would have to be a couple uh, high draft picks. I oh, would he's assume. only like, what, 25? He's a young dude still. And he does stuff that nobody else can do. So, mm-hmm. like, I think the fact that he still hasn't had, you know, the Super Bowl and the primetime moments that maybe Tyreek has had and the way Tyreek was used as opposed to how DK was used, even though Russell Wilson was incredible at deep balls, I think his value will be high, but it won't be as high or nearly as high as the Tyreek Hill or even the Devontae Adams stuff. I would wonder what teams would be interested because if the Packers are able to get DK Metcalf, that's a game changer, right? Especially with MVS. You have to think down the road, though. You have to think of, are are we going to be able to give this guy the next contract that he deserves? Yeah, you got to extend him right away, probably. Because he's up next year, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. after this year. This yeah, is last season. It's just like year. what uh, somebody came out and spoke for the Chiefs and said, uh, once the – oh, Drew Rosenhaus told – I forget who. Drew Rosenhaus, who's Tyreek Hill's agent, mm-hmm. came out and said, once the Adams deal happened, it kind of set everything sideways because uh, the numbers changed. The Chiefs didn't think they were going to be able to do that. So instead of you know not being able to get him another deal next year and just not getting anything in return, they decided to trade him now and get all those picks back, which I guess is a good deal. But Keenan Allen said, some people are going to get exposed from this. Joining us now is a man who watches all of the film. Uh, big old brain. Played every single position in the secondary in the NFL for nine years. Host of the Man of Man podcast and everything DB. Ladies and gentlemen, Darius Butler. Hey, fellas, fellas, congrats on a billion views. Thank you. Thank you. That's dope. What's that? A dolphin's hat? Yeah, yeah. Of course. Why wouldn't it be? Well, I mean, that hat just comes and goes. Yes, it does. That hat comes and goes. Uh, Hold on. You got to take your AirPods out, I think. Better? Yeah. There we go. This is fucking Apple. Hey. Unbelievable. Hey, listen, Tim Cook. Figure it out. You hear me, Tim? My phone ain't working. Much better. Oh, my God. You sound so much better. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, good. Some of the Dolphins hat, dude. Tyreek Hill, is that? I mean, this is, I wear this a lot. It comes and goes. I got a rotation. Heat, <laughs> Dolphins, Marlins, you know. Depends on the day. Hey, how about. Chargers, Colts. <laughs> what? What? Just so happened that what? the Dolphins hat might come a little bit more prevalent these days with them going all the fuck in. How do you feel? Tyreek Hill is one of one, right? In the NFL, always has been, always will be. What do you think the Miami Dolphins get with him? And what do you think this does to the Kansas City Chiefs? Because Keenan Allen allegedly commented on some Instagram and said, hey, this is going to expose some people. Do you agree with that or no? Uh, I wouldn't say exposed. I think Mahomes, Mahomes is special. Uh, we've only seen him with Hill, though. Uh, obviously, Hill missed a couple games, but Mahomes is a special talent. Andy Reid is an awesome coach. Travis Kelsey is still probably a top 10 uh, wide receiver, even though he plays a tight end position. So they'll build in the draft. They'll be all right. But I mean, like you said, Tyreek is one of one. He's one of those cats that is just different. Everybody points at the speed first and foremost, uh, which is obviously different. But his combination of quickness and speed, he's strong. He goes up at the point of attack. Um, you know, you can hand the ball off to him. And it's tough as a receiver to get open for, you know, an 18-yard comeback. Like, DBs would pray to God that Tyreek Hill runs an 18-yard comeback. Like, that's that's a good play for us. So, um, he's different, man. So, obviously, the Dolphins are getting a lot with him. You got Waddle, who can do a lot. Gasecki. I've uh, got speed in the backfield, and uh, so now it's all on tour. And uh, you know the guy you had on your show, Mike McDaniel's. We'll see if he can figure it out. If he's really the mastermind, everybody's uh, saying he is. And I know B Flow 
is pissed right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. These motherfuckers paying, offering me money to lose games. Y'all giving them all these weapons, but uh, it's dope to see. Obviously, as a Dolphins fan, uh, I'm excited, and everybody's down. It's, it's, buzz, it's buzzing down here in the Yayo right now. D-Bud, how do you think uh, Tua's skill set kind of sets up to get these guys the ball? Do you think it works? Uh, shit, it's got to. It's got to. You took a guy number five overall. I mean, people say he can't throw the ball down the field. He can throw the ball down the field. You just got to be able to block him up uh, for, for him to get down there. Obviously, he's no Mahomes. Right? And the offense last year was one of the most basic elementary offense I've ever seen in the NFL. So that obviously has to evolve. You went out and invested in the offensive line. Um, you got guys you can get, you can dump it down to. You got a good, so all the weapons are there. You got Cedric Wilson who did some good things with Dallas last year as well. So he's got weapons around. I think Tua can get it done and take that, uh, that big step this year. Okay. I, uh, we just got Matt Ryan here in Indianapolis and obviously he's 37 years old. You and I both watched Carson Wentz play quarterback last year for an entire season. Not sure either of us could probably do it for a couple more seasons. (laughs) We have no idea how his family was able to do it. The highs were very high. The lows are very low and they would come very close to each other unlike everybody else it feels like a lot of people are like rhythm or streaky he could have the best play of all time and then literally the next play it's like what are we even yeah, doing erratic yeah what is matt ryan gonna bring to the indianapolis colts Does he still got it does does matt ryan still have what it needs to win for the indianapolis colts and what do you think the colts need to do at wide receiver to get this thing maybe humming a little bit better a lot a I lot. Think so too, uh, yeah. I mean, a, a blockbuster trade, like, you know, one of these big time guys, like a, you know, a, a DK, a Tyler Lockett, Stephon Diggs. He just tweeted an hour ago, said it's always business, nothing personal. But uh, we need some guys like that. Even Julio Jarvis Landry, just guys who are, because it's one thing as a receiver to be, you know, big, strong, fast, all those things. But you got to be able to win and, and beat coverages, win matchups, be in certain spots, especially with a quarterback like Matt Ryan, because he's the complete opposite of Wentz. He's going to be a statue in the pocket. You got obviously got to address that left tackle position as well, but he's going to be a statue. He knows where to go with the ball. He's, he's seen everything in this league, uh, but you need some real dogs at wide receivers. A 37-year-old quarterback, you know, you don't want to be developing. Uh, I like Michael Pittman, uh, but you don't want to be trying to develop Michael Pittman into being that number one guy. And then, you know, who's the best pass catchers behind him? So you, we need to get at least, I would say, two, like, top-notch uh, pass catchers to, to make this uh, this trade actually work. And he's 37, so obviously he's a, he's a stopgap. It's going to be a short-term answer. And we'll be right back in the court, quarterback market, you know, next year or the year after that. Um, so that's, you know, that's not good. But, um, you know, at least this year we got somebody we can go out there and, and uh, battle with. Certainly annoying. You know, I think it was the last seven years, six different quarterbacks mm-hmm. starting uh, for the Indianapolis Colts, which is a team that has four guys in the NFL top 100, I forget, seven pro bowlers, probably even more. Yeah. I mean, an absolutely loaded squad that just can't find a franchise quarterback, and hopefully Matt Ryan's able to do this. AJ and I were talking uh, a couple days ago. Julio Jones, I think you mentioned him there in when you said big-time guys that can do things. Is he dead? Why did that Why did that not work in Tennessee? Have you watched a film on that? Honestly, because I think AJ and I both were like, we'd like to hear what Darius has to say about Julio Jones. Why did that not work in Tennessee? I mean, he, he's he's clear. He has a he's at a different point in his career. You know, he's not going to be the Julio that we all know, and he he's he was dealt with a lot of injuries too. So he's not going to be he's going to be a guy that you have to manage. You know, we all play with players that you know get a couple of days off during a week or one day off during a week, uh, rest day here's and there, here and there. He's not going to be a guy that's going to go out and get you know hundred catches and fifteen hundred yards, but he can definitely be a guy who can go and move the chains for you, can make big plays in big spots. 
Um, so it's not going to be a lot of suitors lined up for for older receiver, especially with the receivers that are coming in the league and just balling out of the gate. Uh, but when you have a quarterback like Matt Ryan, it, it is imperative that you have guys who not only are you know athletic but are very skilled on the NFL level. So I think Julio, and obviously he has a report, Matt. So I think that'll be the uh, the best place for Julio. And uh, one of the better situations for uh, Matt Ryan. I don't think I don't think he should be the number one target either, though. I think Julio should come in and be a two or three, and somehow, some way, we got to go out there and, and find us a one. D, but is uh, is Baker Mayfield going to be a starting quarterback somewhere this year in the league? I mean, man, it, 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 it's rough for Baker right now. Uh, shit, shit got shit got ugly real quick. Uh, I mean, number one, I, I don't think he should have played last year. Playing last year hurt. Because you put that bad film out there, you know, a lot of these people don't care. You know, if you're out there, there's no excuses, no explanations. Um, do I think he's good enough to start? Yeah, I think he's kind of a middle-of-the-pack quarterback. The disrespect is kind of going a little too far, I think, with Baker. Um, I think it's a handful of places he can start. Seattle, I uh, know it was mutual uh, disinterest with him in Carolina. That could be a place. I know Tone is head over heels with Mitch Trubisky. Thank you. But I would take Baker Mayfield over Mitch Trubisky. So it's a oh. handful of spots. It's a handful of spots. I think I Baker uh, could go and be uh, a better quarterback than what they have now. And I don't think that system for him in Cleveland did him uh, many favors. Play action, cutting the field in half, you know, turning his back to a defense a lot. He needs something that's, you know, more wide open where he gets more answers uh, pre-snap, kind of like a you know a Green Bay offense and what they do with Aaron Rodgers. A lot of answers that uh, A. Rod gets pre-snap that makes it easy for him. So Baker, I think he's good enough to start, but the timing right now is just just so bad for him. Well, and also, like I think that point you made about him not playing last year is a very real one because they were openly admitting, yeah, the harness he has on his left shoulder because he broke his humerus <laughs> and tore his ligament is affecting him throwing the ball and his accuracy. <laughs> then two days later, they had him throw it 55 or 60 times. <laughs> yep. He threw like four picks or whatever, and it's like yeah. he started damn near every – so that team – from the beginning, was supposed to go to the Super Bowl. He started basically every single game. Now he was very hurt, obviously, but they don't even make the fucking playoffs. They end up terrible. Yeah. Like there's, you, you said these people don't care. That's a hundred percent real because there's going to be people like, oh, we've had a quarterback with a broken spine play, and he was able to get the team that like that type of conversation starts. And then the I want to be traded whenever the Deshaun Watson <laughs> things happens, and the Browns are like, shut the fuck up. We, <laughs> yeah. we don't care. Then they signed Deshaun Watson, and then now Baker's out on the outs with him because he's. It's a. It does not look good optically, and you know it just as much as we all know it. If you get labeled a distraction or somebody yep. like that, bring it is. Hey, that is a tough thing to get over. And I'm not saying Baker's been labeled that, especially not, at the quarterback position. Yeah. Yes, I'm not saying he's been labeled that, but it seems like there is at least some little funk around NFL front offices about Baker Mayfield that are like, we're yeah, not, we're not signing up for that. He he, you know, he wears his his emotions on his sleeve, and when you know how it is when you're winning, when you're playing well. Every everything is good, but as soon as shit starts to go south, same thing with Kyler Murray. As soon as you start losing games or losing in the playoffs, now it's a light, you know, shined on all the bad things that come with uh, Baker, Reagan, Mayfield. But uh, <laughs> he played through a lot of shit, and if you can afford to play through or to sit out while you're hurt, my advice to you would be do it. Like don't like I had some teammates who would play through anything. The other teammates, you know, like my guy uh, Vontae, Tay. If he hurt, he not feeling at least 90%, nah, I'm shutting it down. And that, you know, when you put that film on, when you turn that film on as an evaluator, 
you're not doing your research all the time as to what guys are dealing with. Jarvis Landry, he was dealing with a bad injury all year last year, and now his value has kind of dropped a little bit. So um, if you if you can afford to sit out until you're close to you know being your best self, uh, do it. And that quarterback position, he's lucky. He wasn't lucky. He still is guaranteed $18.5 million next year regardless. So um, I think he lands on his feet. And his quarterback, you know, thirsty as this league is, I think he'll get another shot starting uh, somewhere. Hey, this is a young man game, dog. <laughs> this is a young man game, dog. I, hey, it ain't for me, man. Hey, sh- shout out Tate, man. He living. Dude, he is living the greatest life of all time right now. I saw him on the safari, and then I saw him in, like, Bora Bora, like Ooh. seven days away from each other. I'm like, this dude is living. Hey, congrats, Tay. Yeah, hey, there's going to be a lot of guys, though, that will play through absolutely anything. You know, like, I understand yeah. business-wise, it's hard to think about that at some point. But a lot of guys, and I would assume that a lot of dudes that watch this show are like, yeah, but if I play, I can tough it out. I think I'm better and I'm still good. That might build my stock. But there's definitely some cases, like Bakers, for instance, where everybody's judging them off of last year. And it was like every everybody was openly admitting that this guy was fucking hurt, like badly hurt. But he still played. So that's all. Who cares? He's still playing. If he wasn't able to play, then it would judge it a little differently. But then yeah. you also get judged by the fans then for not being tough. It's a... What a game. What a game being played there. It's insane. We're talking to Darius Butler, nine-year NFL vet. Go ahead, Ty Schmidt. d do you think the Packers are kind of the same boat as the Colts where they need to go out and trade for a guy like DK or Tyler Lockett, or will they be able to kind of get by with maybe drafting two receivers in the first round or whatever? Is it different uh, because it's Rodgers as opposed to Matt Ryan, or what do you think the Packers need to do? Yeah, I mean, it's so hard to compare. You know, A-Rod's kind of, kind of an outlier. You know, you've seen a lot of guys, you know, be – and not to say that these wouldn't have been good receivers, but you've seen, you know, Jordy Nelson, Driver, Jennings. You've seen so many guys – Cobb, you know, he had some years that he was a real dog. And then you see Devontae Adams, who I think was the best of them. So I think if, if you get him a veteran in there, that would be the best situation for him. But even drafting a young guy, if he's skilled – like he's the type of quarterback that can create, that can extend plays, and that can make things work. So, A-Rod, that situation is a little different. And he's in the NFC, which is, you know, uh, going to be a lot less. It's going to be competitive, obviously, it's the NFL, but less competitive than the AFC. So, it's a little different there. Uh, but I think uh, I think the Packers will be all right. It may, may end up working out better for him that uh, he's going to have to spread that ball around more. Um, because, you know, when they lost in that game in the San- to 49ers, we had Jimmy Ward on our show, and he told us, like, a big part of that was we knew where he wanted to go with the ball, and our disguises pre-snap and post-snap were kind of messing that up. Our pass rush were getting after him, and we got found a way to win. So um, I think they need to get a veteran uh, in there for uh, A-Rod as well. Did you hear that, what he just said there? Yeah. Whoa. That was on the Man to Man podcast? He broke that whole thing down? Yeah, he, yeah, he, he, he went into depth on, on you know, what – what it was preparing for that game and what the game plan was and, and how they executed from A to Z. So, uh, and you saw it, you saw it on film, you know, guys, other guys were open, but I, when you're, you throw it to a guy like 17, like Adams, I mean, it, it's hard not to look at that guy first, especially if you're getting pre-snap looks that's showing you got one-on-one. Cause those guys, Adams, Hill, anybody making 20 million a year at receiver, they, those guys change the math. You can't leave one guy on DeAndre Hop. You can't leave one guy on Hill. You can't leave one guy on Adams. So, um, it's a reason those guys get paid that much. And there's a reason why the team drops off whenever they lose them. Like, think yeah. about Arizona whenever DeAndre Hopkins got hurt. Mm-hmm. That whole yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, that whole thing went sideways immediately at that point. That's why the Tyreek Hill signing is so mm-hmm. fucking awesome. 
I thought he was coming to the Colts. You know, yeah. I thought he was coming to the Colts. No Would have been awesome. Uh, go ahead, Connor. Yeah, D Butts. With everything that went on in the AFC West this year, do you see the Chiefs winning that division still without Tyreek Hill, or do you think there'll be kind of a drop off and maybe the Russell Wilson Broncos Let's Ride team will kind of step up? Let's ride. Man, I, it was already question marks even with, with Hill there. Um, my pick, you know how I am. I, I've been on the Chargers. So uh, that's my pick. I feel like Telesco is doing, you know, everything in his power to give him the best uh, the best foot forward in that division. you got, obviously, a, a quarterback on his rookie contract still. He's going into his second year with the same uh, offensive coordinator for the first time. Um, so you go and get Khalil Mack, who's not only one of the best pass rushers in the game, but one of the best edge defenders when it comes to stopping the run. Sebastian Day, uh, Day Joseph, J.C. Jackson, one of the top corners we, you know, took from uh, – the Patriots, and you didn't even reset the cornerback market and get him. So Telesco's doing everything. They got decent draft capital, too. So uh, I'm I'm going with the Chargers in that division. It'll be super competitive. Obviously, Adams coming over to uh, to Vegas. They went and got Chandler. Jones as well. Uh, You know, go Hawks, now go Broncos over there. Or what was that sound you made that you said uh, Rush should start using? (laughs) (laughs) He's only saying let's ride, though. Oh, so now it's less right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay, that's cool, cool. Uh, but we wish the nay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Much better. But uh, well, I got I got the charge in that division, man. And uh, I know Keenan Allen said some people are going to be exposed. So uh, it, it's it's going to be interesting. They lost Hill. They lost their top corner in Ward. Uh, losing mm. the Honey Badger, which has, you know, been one of their leaders on defense as well. So it's going to be a lot of new faces in important positions out there in Kansas City. I didn't see Herbert throwing with every wide receiver and tight end, though, like I saw Russell. Yeah, that's a good uh, point. Did he also review all 400 games that he's ever played? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, Herbert needs to figure it the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. We need out. that backyard um, field that is 60 yards with, like, a brick wall Perfect. behind it. Yeah, where tough. Russ is just throwing deep balls, by the way. And it's isn't it fascinating? Like, uh, everybody talks about how good Russell Wilson is at throwing deep balls. He literally had a field created for him to practice throwing deep balls to people, which yeah. that is like the classic, like if you work on something, you're probably yeah. going to get better at it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like that's just the, I love this. I love this type of shit. I like that everybody was like, sure, where are we going? Is this in Seattle or LA? I saw palm, palm trees. trees. Yeah, but there's palm trees. You need to do it at really? elevation. I, mean, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, unless it's at elevation, it doesn't make sense. So because that's going to change the trajectory. Five to seven yards on a kick. I don't so. know what it is on a throw. Okay. Damn, that wood. That is going to make it. It's going to add a little oomph to that deep ball. Well, I think, he's, think, just gonna, I think he's just going to put it higher in the sky. That's right. Smart. I think it's going to come down from higher in the sky. Mm-hmm. It's going to be catching a punt every single time. Cortland Sutton better be fucking ready for that. Go ahead, Tom. <laughs> uh, D-Bot, you just brought him up. What's going on with the Badger? Does he is he still good? What happened in, in KC? Who does he fit best? And who do you, where do you think he's going to go? I think he, I think he's still good. You know, I guess you know once you get close to that thirty mark at the DB position, you know they look at you like you're a damn, you know, old and decrepit. Uh, hopefully, he ends up in India. I heard there's been some, some what? There. Oh, excuse me. I mean, I I would love it. He's a, he's a guy that, that's versatile, and uh, versatility is uh, very oh, very valuable, especially in this type of league. Uh, he communicate. I think he's still a top notch uh, safety, but I think a lot of evaluators and people that draft kind of putting the safety close to like running backs. Like they feel like they can draft them anywhere. They can develop it. Uh, you can kind of hide them and do different things with them. But I still think uh, Honey Badger is special at that position. And I'm um, pretty sure even him, he, he's probably vetting out the right spot to go to because he just had a lot of success in Kansas City, made a lot of money. I'm sure he, he's going to make a lot of money wherever he goes next. But I, I'm sure he wants that to be a, a good situation for him. So I'm interested to see where him and uh, a guy like Bobby Wagner uh, 
uh, lands too. Him and fucking Tyron Matthew and Darius Leonard. That oh. would be pretty sweet. Buckner up front. Kenny Moe. Oh. Justin Blackman. Blackman. Oh. Yeah, Blackman. Oh. Healthy Tyron Blackman. And, and Minka next to each other. Oh, TJ. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My God, AJ, please. Jeez. Do you think uh, you think Trubisky is going to revamp his career in Pittsburgh? I yeah. know you said you would take a healthy Baker, but do you think Trubisky can actually go there and do some great things and, and maybe be the next Big Ben in Pittsburgh? Ooh, okay. Ooh. I mean, he got he got some good weapons around him. He was drafted, you know, two for a reason. Um, he was out there with Nagy, you know, got to the playoffs Scumbag. a couple of times. Um, I, I think he has potential. You know, I'm not howling him personally, but he definitely has potential. He's got good receivers out there in Pittsburgh. You got a good running back in Najee who'll help you out on some dump offs. And he's still mobile. You know, any, anytime a guy can run around and make plays um, with his legs, uh, that, that's going to help him. So I, I, I think Baker's, I mean, not Baker, I'm sorry. Mitch has a chance. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Big Ben. Now that's, I mean, that's yeah. probably a first ballot Hall of Famer. So I, I won't put him in that category yet. But uh, it's an organization with good stability. So I think he's in a good situation. You just made Diggs so happy there about Ben. Not a lot of people talking positively about Ben Roethlisberger. And I know when Tom Brady retired, everybody's like, well, there's the Hall of Fame class guy. I think Ben is the Hall of Fame class five years from now. Oh, yeah, yeah, he is. He is the guy. Pittsburgh awesome. Steelers. Yeah, I, I, I feel like Ben kind of kind of got that Russell Wilson treatment a little bit. People think the defense man, or in-game and other stuff carried him early in his career. Oh, but, yes. you know, Ben was – if they would have kept them Bugatti boys together, A.B., mm, Emmanuel Wallace. Sanders, and Mike Wallace, Ben would have probably broke every passing record there is. But I, I, I like Ben, though. He had a, a, a phenomenal career. Hey, even Tomlin couldn't figure that one out. <laughs> you know what True. I mean? Tomlin couldn't even get them on Try the same page. God damn it. Can you guys just get it? How, do, do you like the fact that he's eating with all these quarterbacks, Tomlin? He was at uh, Ruby's last night in Cincinnati having a great steak. He was eating some wings with Malik Willis two years or two nights ago uh, for the Liberty workout. Is that him looking at a quarterback, or is that him just trying to learn about everybody that's getting drafted this year? Probably a little bit of both. I did see him, uh, you know, smiling at that Malik Willis uh, pro day pretty hard. And uh, Will Willis, I think he's probably the best prospect in this draft. But Kenny Pickett, I know he's a lot more familiar with him. Uh, with those, those hands have been a, a big issue around him. But uh, I don't know. I think Mitch, I think you, you pass on this year's draft class if you got Mitch Trubisky in there. I think he's good enough okay. to pass on this class. And okay. if you're going to go quarterback, you go in the next class. Tom was just enjoying a dinner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, fun. we can charge it on a business account if we have one of these fucking guys. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Desmond, you want to stop by for some steak? <laughs> Great to see you, man. Hell of a career. Darius, it's always incredible to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining us, brother. Appreciate you, Pat. Hey, who's winning the Super Bowl? Hey, I, I locked in on, on the sports book. I got uh, Chargers at plus 1,600. Oh, good, good odds right now. That's yeah. good odds right now. Yeah, the Dolphins, yeah. And Gumpy's a little bit upset about that right now. I mean, uh, you know, I, I went, not Super Bowl, not yet, not yet. Not yet. Division? Not hey, yet. It feels like Super Bowl every time you come on. It's always great. Ladies and gentlemen, Darius <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. Is now about to dabble into the association. Whoa. Here we go. But it's not just the association, you see, because the association had been battling with some mandates and protocols in the city of New York for some time. This man that we're about to talk to has been tracking it since the beginning, and now there is a massive update. Ladies and gentlemen, senior NBA insider for the Athletic in the Stadium, Sham Sharania. Yeah, Shams. 
Oh, oh no. no. Oh, Nick had him muted. Oh. Nick had him muted. Oh. Sean, sorry. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, Can Nick, you guys hear me now? Yeah, Nick didn't want to hear Come you. Come on, Pat. Hey, was Come it on, me? Pat. What are you guys doing? Was there? it me? Hey, whoa, 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 hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Classic Actually, hockey, me. hockey basketball move. Yeah, it was a little bully moment there. Sean, it's great to see you. Let me, can I lay something out and then you correct it for me, okay, if I'm wrong? Let's hear it. Okay. Kyrie Irving. I'm not, I'm not going to get the vaccine. I've made my, up my mind. Uh, I know people aren't going to like this. It's going to be polarizing. I'm very healthy. I'm not doing it. Well, you can't fucking play here in New York City, okay? Because there's a private sector mandate that if you work for a company that's within the city, you're an employee, you're not able to work at your place. But there's somebody that can come to a game that isn't vaccinated. Another team can have a player that isn't vaccinated. They can play here. But since their home and work isn't here, uh, that's why. You can't work here. That's kind of bullshit, isn't it? And then Kevin Durant says, hey, Eric, come the fuck on, Eric. Okay, to the mayor, right? That whole thing happens. That's been going on for months, right? Months, months, months. Eric Adams, new mayor, I think he actually said, yes, this is a very dumb rule. And I think he's saying that because the person he beat for the mayoral candidateness mm-hmm. was the guy that instated it and was like, yeah, this is a bad rule. This is a bad rule. Makes that guy look bad. So they didn't know how it was going to get figured out. Then Yankee baseball season came around. That's right. And they didn't know what was going to go on. And Aaron Judge, who hits balls real far, especially real far. In, in that stadium oh, yeah. in New York. He hits balls real far. And Aaron Judge was asked, like, um, I know it's a personal question, but have you been vaccinated? And Aaron Judge goes, oh, we'll cross that bridge whenever we get there. Then, boom, the New York media. Oh, shit. Aaron Judge isn't vaccinated because of this private sector mandate. He's not going to be able to play. Now the city council people, they're walking around New York City. They go to a diner to get some coffee. And the person at the diner goes, uh, here's your coffee, uh, councilman. Aaron Judge is allowed to fucking hit home runs, right? Aaron Judge is allowed to hit home runs for the Yankees. <laughs> then they go down the street. They stop at one of those uh, bodegas. Sure. Like, uh, give me a scratch off. Give me that newspaper. Give me that. The bodega, you got it. You got it here. The fucking Yankees are playing baseball, right? <laughs> and then the city council is like, God damn it. And that's happening to every one of them. They sit down and they say, you know what? We can make a little fucking for the Yankees, for the Mets, for musicians, and for basketball players. We can say no more, right? Absolutely. Is that what happened? Is that why this happened? how popular the Yankees are in New York City that the council finally did it? So in the official release today announcing this change with the exemption for the pro athletes and performers, two teams were quoted, the Mets and the Yankees. There was no mention of the Nets. Now, I don't know if that's because, you know, what, what, what happened, you know, at Barclays Center when Kyrie showed up and, you know, all the comments after the game. I don't know if it was that. I don't know. If, I don't know if the mayor's office felt perturbed by that situation. I, I I would doubt that. But you know, with the timing and how everything happened, you know, I, I've been talking to a lot of people, not even just in the NBA, but across all sports. And the thing that kept coming up is the Yankees are like the Cowboys and the Lakers and I guess the Knicks. I mean, you can. There's probably a, like five teams in America that you can, or even the world that you can put in and be like, if you. Like if you mess with them, or if you if you if you do anything to kind of jeopardize how how you know their their position, like I don't know how it would have went over if you know. I was told there were you know everyone talks about Aaron Judge. I was told there were like four or five major players on the Yankees that were not vaccinated. Like I'm not talking you know the eight nine hitter. I'm talking like top of the line. I'm talking like you know pitching like. So if you're talking, just say their names. Just say their names. Hey, listen, I'm not here to out anyone. 
but I will say this: if you're if you're if you're the city, I mean, just think about it. Imagine shutting out the Yankees and you know the Mets. Obviously, they're a team. From everything I've been told, I'm not big in following the MLB at a, at a daily level, but I've been told the Mets have a team that they feel will be competitive this year. So, if they feel that way, the Yankees are obviously the Yankees. It's 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 tough. Opening days on April seventh. I don't. I I personally don't think that it was a coincidence that this all happened at once. Now, obviously, what the mayor said today is it was about leveling the playing field, and I can actually uh, I, I agree with that. And I think this is something that the mayor has spoken about. Adam Silver came out and spoke uh, openly about it around All Star break. That this is not a rule that makes much sense. Eric Adams said it. So I think it was it was the prevailing thought. It was just a matter of time. Um, but the, the private sector yeah. mandate, the, the workers' man, mandate still exists in New York City. It's just for the athletes, they've, they've lifted it. Okay, so that's a piece of information that I thought they lifted the entire private sector thing. But the if the Yankees and the MLB and the MLBPA continue the lockout, if they continue the lockout and they're not playing baseball, this is in forever, right? Don't you think? I um, again, this is all fluid. Again, I don't know. Yeah, if this it's is just because the Yankees. Yeah, uh-huh. It is the but, council. Per- the council people. I'm not a fucking Nets fan. What are we even? <laughs> yeah, I do right. not care about but that. Just, but I will just, go down and pee next I, to Giuliani and watch that Yankees. You know, like yeah. I honestly, I, I, I do feel like there was a new momentum. Like once the Yankees and Mets got involved in this, it's it's one thing if you yeah. mess with you know. The, the Nets and obviously Kyrie Irving has been like the poster boy of this whole situation since October, September uh, of last year. And, you know, uh, kind of unfairly. And then, but now you throw in the Yankees, you throw in the Mets players, and there's no question. Like, there was definitely a level of pressure that was applied. Randy Levine, who has political ties, he's the president of the Yankees, he came out and said, We are working closely with the city to come up with a solution. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they know their campaign money is dead. Come on, man. Did not go in <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on. Congrats to Kyrie and the Nets. Yeah. Yep. Now, Brandon, I hope everybody's safe. Hope everybody, hope right. everybody's safe yeah. and everybody lives. I'm surprised you guys haven't done the mandate. You know, you know, COVID is over, Chant. Like, I feel like now, well, finally, we can. By the way, COVID is now. Yeah, yeah. Now we yeah. just be dancing on the grave. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, yeah, there's no reason for us to do that. I wore these sho- uh, shoes because I knew you were going to be on. You see what shoes those are? No, what are those? You know whose shoes those are? Probably never seen them on court. Oh, that, oh, 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 I got you. I got you. Are, are, are those the new ones? Are those are, are those the twos or are they the ones? And who the fuck knows? <laughs> they're a great pair. I don't know if they're the twos or the ones, but I did see. These. Okay, I saw that. I was one of the original uh, investors in the Zion shoes. As soon as I could get them, I got them. I got the red ones too that are actually kind of a weird pink. That was a terrible decision, but the black ones <laughs> are very, very nice. Those are nice. Those they, are nice. Th- those look good. Hey, and those they feel good. good too. Like They feel you, good? Yeah, they feel good. Well, because they had to because, you know, he blew that shoe out in college, right, yeah. so they had to really, you know, do good on this one. I seen the video of him very similar to the videos Amazing. I've seen of Zion for the last 15 years of his life. Mm-hmm. Taken off, through the legs, dunk. Now, the floor, interesting. People are saying that what he is abusing the wood in a certain fashion that they've never seen before. Obviously, it goes down on a jump and then down on the one leg. But nonetheless, Zion posting an off the backboard, through the legs, windmill dunk uh, is him saying, I'm ready to play basketball? Or is this just him showing his progress? We're about to see him back on the court. Yeah, this is good. Zion back. Zion yes. back. We out here saying yeah, I mean, Zion he's de- back. He's, he's definitely back on the court. Zion back. back. 
Windmill fucking dunks, yeah. Zion's back, dude. Is that what's happening right now, Shams? He's definitely back on the court. There's no question about it. We saw it, and then he was in practice yesterday. So yes, he's back on the court, and he's progressing. I, I think you, it's clear he got cleared for one on one. But yeah, can we that dunk? That's that's insane. Like yes. that's a that that dunk probably wins the dunk contest. And mm-hmm. I think everyone was talking about like <sighs> you know I think there was like conspiracy theory on the internet. Was there padding mm-hmm. and do the Pelicans have like padding for the floor at their arena? Um, I, I, di- I did some checking on it. There, there is no padding at the Pelicans arena or, or their facility for dunks like this. So I can say I was told that the, the, I don't know if it was optical illusion. I don't know if it's the shadows or the lighting. I, I, I don't know on all that. I'm not a video so, so that's but, not an amateur wood. So that's not a softer wood for the rehab for him to bounce off. of. people are saying it was like slam ball. On the no, I, 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 I did some checking on it. There Thank was you. nothing nefarious that, that I could find out. You know, oh, good I, I knew Lord. I was going to, I knew yesterday, Pat, when we spoke, you know, I, I, I was, I have to, I have to find out the information, you know, that's very pertinent, very important information. Yep. Um, I think it's positive. It's great for the NBA, right? Like the NBA when Zion first got drafted, the amount of national TV games the Pelicans got, how much, you know, the hype around Zion Williamson, it's only positive for the league, the Pelicans fans, Zion Williamson fans, for him to see, for them to see him dunking like that, for him, for them to see him at practice. I mean, it's only good news for the league. Um, but the Pelicans, they're going to be patient with his return process. I mean, the, the bottom line is, is that he just got cleared for one-on-one yesterday. There is a ramp up process that he has to have, right? It goes from ramped up. one on zero, one on one, two on two, okay, just three the, on three. Shots. What is ramp the ramp up process? How much more do we need yeah, to ramp up? What is going Zion, on? Zion was on the cusp of full five on five practice. Remember, I came on the show and I said the plan mm-hmm. is for him to practice five on five later today, and he experienced. A lot of soreness in that foot that same day, and they had to shut him down that day. Jesus. The Pelicans did, and we know the rest. You know, he had to. You know, he had to get another injection. He got. He went to Portland for rehab, then he comes back to New Orleans. And when he came back to New Orleans, like he came back with the intention of trying to ramp up and play. From everything I, I was told, like he, you know, people around the Pelicans, they saw his determination. I think that's only positive. He wanted to be back on the floor, but when you look at logistically, it, it's just. Time's not on his side. The, the, just the logic of him coming back. There's only nine games left in the season. There's about three weeks left in the year. For him to ramp up to five on five and then throw him out there for like a play-in game or like the, like a, a meaningful playoff game. I mean, I, I think that would be a great story. But around the Pelicans, there, there's not an expectation of Zion Williamson returning. They, they're not, it's not like they're banking on him to return. So, so like right now, it, yes, it, it's, it's unlikely. It's, it's not expected. Could there be a miracle recovery? Could he just suddenly start ramping up? I mean, for sure, that would be an amazing sight for all NBA fans. What Uh, am I not getting? What am I not understanding? What, he can't run five on five? He can't run a weave? He doesn't know how to do a pass? He doesn't know how to set a block? I'm watching this guy explode through the wood, obviously, Mm Through the sky at what, 265, 270, 285? 375. All right, enough, Tony. whatever. Big dude. He's been doing this I, a long time. It, it's, 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 it's amazing. I, I totally, and I see the optics of it too, right? Like when you see him dunk like that, like like what you just said, you said Zion, like you write Zion back, right, Pat? Like I think that's what everyone who's watching that is like, if he can do this, why can't he play in a game? But, Bingo. you know, guys, guys, like NBA players, even even when they're hurt, like they they can still dunk. So it's it's remarkable what Zion Williamson did 
on Monday or whenever that was filmed, like that was super impressive. And that's something that the league, everyone, everyone, every fan across the NBA should love that. But it, does that mean he's ready for a game? He's got to go through the proper ramp up. That's just how it goes in the NBA. He was so, so close to coming back in December. And then the five on five doesn't happen. He gets soreness. So we'll see. We'll see as they ramp him up. He gets two on two, three on three. The worst would be if you throw him out there, Pat, and he messes his foot up again or he breaks, you know, like I don't want to say, you know, you never want to wish it will, but the worst, I think the, the, the worst case scenario would be like if they rush the rehab and they just throw him out there and something even worse happens. Can't so live in your fears. That's why they're going to, they have to be cautious. They rush have to the be, rehab. they have to be safe with this. Can't live in your fears. You know, I don't know how, you know, who knows what's going to happen. That's true. That's true too. I agree with that. Because you can get hurt doing whatever, right? Like he Mm -hmm. can hurt his other foot potentially or his knee, anything playing the sport. But I think Zion posted that video, right? Mm -hmm. I think that was Zion giving a bird call to everybody. Like, hey. No, no, 100%. I mean, he clearly thinks that when he went back to New Orleans a couple weeks ago, he went back with the intention of let me try to play, right? But the difference, you know, him in his mind wanting and thinking he can play versus actually being ready to play, it can be two totally different things. But I think even more so, I think the one upside in all this, even even if he doesn't come back this year, the video that he posted, the practice video that we're seeing, it's like a reminder for us all. Like Zion Williamson is that dude. He's yes. it, there's a reason he's one of one. There's a reason he this is this is the Zion Williamson show, this, right? Like you guys have been on the Zion Williamson hype train bandwagon support group the whole time i love it i respect right. it um I wish the so you guys i know you guys got love for zion i think if anything it shows the league that he's ready whenever whenever he ends up making the comeback and hopefully he's his best self because he's he's a one-of-one talent i agree completely yeah. hey zion let's go baby huh? Come hey, on, zion. Zion. let's go zion i can't wait to see him back out there he and he just averages like a triple double or something like every zion if he shoots like i mean just think about last year he averaged 25 and like eight like 50 whatever six percent shooting or whatever he was like 60. those are numbers that no one was putting up except for zion when, when he's healthy he's a one-of-one player the problem with him this year has just been getting healthy i think willie green the coach said yesterday he's not fully healthy yet the hope is that he will be fully healthy and when he is he'll play i can't wait to see what he does when he's fully healthy yeah. and dunk yeah, I can't wait to see the first open court dunk he oh, has because that's not healthy. He's like no, at yeah, 60 like, yeah, 40% right now. 50 percent right there. I mean, I can't even imagine what he – that'd be crazy. He might go – He could do that he dunk. Might, he could have done that dunk every time in the dunk contest, and he probably would have won. Yeah, like, yeah but he's only at 40%, right? 50% too. Imagine yeah. when he gets 100. He might be able to put that off the backboard, catch it. Yeah, both legs a couple times. Triple. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Like a uh-huh. triple deke almost. Yeah. Under, under, under. Imagine what the wood's going to do. Oh, uh, he's explode. Uh, boom. Yeah. It's going to be like that. Uh, what are those superhero Shock movies? Shockwave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Can't wait for him to come back. Yeah, up. here we yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah, got got Connor? Yeah, Shams. Uh, is Ben Simons ever going to play for the Brooklyn Nets, or <laughs> is he another guy that's probably <laughs> just going to stay on the bench? Uh, I mean, he, he got an epidural shot last week. He's got a herniated disc in his back. His goal is to play. And, and there's obviously an uncertainty whether he'll be able to play. But, yes, I mean, he his goal is to try to figure out a way to get back on the floor. And we saw the Nets last night, right? Kyrie Irving, I think, had like 43 points. Kevin Durant had 35. Those two guys are so lethal offensively. It's like Ben Simmons is the missing piece on this team, really. Like the, the defense he brings, the passing, he's able to play all five positions. Benson is literally exactly what the Nets need, and so, but they're going to be cautious. The last thing you want to do, especially with a back injury, is bring bring him back. He's got this disc issue, and you rush it. 
Um, I think they're going to be cautious with it, but they there's an expectation around the Nets that Ben Simmons will play this year. and It's just going to be about him ramping up and, and feeling healthy. The, the, the problem with him is it seems like every time he's gotten back to the floor, gotten on the floor, he's had – you know something a flare up in his back and so the goal the hope is that now that he had the epidural injection last week he feels better and hopefully whether it's in a week or whatever it gets back on the floor and tries to ramp up hey we hope he gets back hey, good luck yeah, ben. Ben. back to the floor especially now that you know Kyrie's able to play that's right to help the guy out a little bit go ahead shams there's a report that the lakers game on sunday against the pelicans is basically like do or die for them and that they have to win is that accurate is there any way that the nba is going to allow the lakers to miss the playoffs I mean, I think the Spurs are like two games behind the Lakers or the Pelicans or whoever for you know the the eight the nine ten teams for the plan. So yeah, there's definitely a scenario where the Lakers you know are out of it. But I, oh, I think right now they're playing well. Yeah, not a chance. You know, LeBron James sat out yesterday. I think that was one of those maintenance things. He played. He, I think he played three games in four nights. You know, you you, you take off yesterday, and then now they have a th- big three game road trip. Not only New Orleans, they play Utah. They play three. Western Conference teams. I think the goal with him sitting was let's make sure that he has those extra days, gets ready, hopefully dominates in New Orleans on Sunday. But that is a major game. I don't know if I, I think Russell Westbrook's the one who said it was a must win. Yep. Um, I, I, definitely. I mean, if they want to secure a play-in spot. And also, they don't want to be going to New Orleans for a play-in game. Like You want to be hosting New Orleans or San Antonio, whoever makes it in L.A. So that game is is definitely going to be yeah that that is like Russell Westbrook said if Russell Westbrook said some it's, it's a must win it's a must win hey brody's back right and he a little bit making yeah. some shots he's playing stuff. better he, he he's playing better and you know you got to give him credit this is exactly what the lakers you know when i was talking to people on the lakers a few months ago this is when russell westbrook you know there were some questions already coming up like is he the right fit their thing to me was this is the same thing that happened in Washington. He got off to a rough start, finishes strong. He led Washington with Brad Beal to making it to the play-in, then making it to the playoffs as an eight seed. So I think I, I think similarly here, though, the goal was to make sure that he was 100%. He's 100% now, and he's playing his best basketball. Now you just hope AD gets back in the lineup here in the next couple of weeks. Is is you know That's got to be what they're hoping for before the regular season's out. And LeBron has been playing at an unbelievable win. level. Yeah, three so, weeks left. It's interesting. Uh, the NBA never stops being interesting, and we can't thank you enough for stopping by and sharing us all, uh, with us all your information, pal. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. You're not in a spaceship. I'm not in a spaceship. I'm in, I'm, I'm in L.A. I'm, I'm, I'm in your... Uh, no, no, no. I'm in Indy. I'm in Indy. You're yeah. over there with the poop and the RVs uh, and the all, right. all the stars over the there. RVs. Tone has a quick question. Go ahead. Shams, is there trouble in paradise in Miami or is this just classic Jimmy Buckets doing Jimmy Buckets stuff? Man, listen, Jimmy, the, Jimmy's, I mean, he's, he's known as a guy that's the utmost competitor. So I, this is a team. I think Kyle Kuzma, uh, Wizards forward, former Lakers champion. I think he put out a tweet yesterday. He said something to the effect of, the Heat have been like the number one seed all year in the Eastern Conference, but the one time everyone talks about them is when they get into it. So I don't know. Oh, I think the purpose. Heat have gone yeah, so far under the radar all year, and then they have that flare up. Um, I I want to see the response. That's going to be the major thing. How do they respond if they go on to, uh, on a, on a nosedive here? Because this is a bad loss that they had just now oh, to man. Golden State, a team without Jamal Green, without Clay Thompson, without Steph Curry. Oh, they go on a nosedive. We'll know that th- th- this was something more, but. I expect them to bounce back. In, in Miami, you know, the, the culture there, I, I expect them to, to, to be better from this. I bet Jimmy Butler, he had a good clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, seemed like he's going to bounce back. Yeah. But Jorge Colby and 
Adonis oh. and Jimmy. Yeah. What's in the, what's in the water in Miami? Uh-oh. What's everybody miserable for? I don't know. Thank you for all the information, ladies and gentlemen. Sean Sharon. Yeah, I didn't know you were a part of the office cult. Bro, I, my wife and I, like, when we can't find anything to watch, we just watch reruns of The Office. I'm going to get into it one day. It's a good safety net. No. It's a good show. Now Seinfeld's on Netflix, too. Also great safety net. Great safety net. You know what my wife and I watched last night whenever um, there wasn't anything else on? What? Young Rock. Oh, oh was was good, it? it was a banger. Season two, episode two. I'll let you know. I don't know. Doug Flutie's going to love this. That's why I do. Like I hate Doug Flutie. Me too. Wait, what happened? I'll slap him right in the mouth. <laughs> Me five or too. Six. I don't like the way Again. Doug Flutie operated in that locker room. Where? Calgary Stampeders. Oh. Jeff Garcia. Love him. Love Jeff Garcia. Yeah, I love Wait, did, Jeff. Jeff Garcia was giving coupons to The sure. Rock and whatever he was really? doing. Really? Got a pair of shit kickers. Yeah, got him boots and oh, everything. Wow. Yeah, what Jeff guy. Garcia. Great guy. I don't think Doug Flutie and The Rock liked each other. I don't think I don't think they got along. I don't know how their relationship is now. Maybe we'll follow throughout the rest of the season. Yeah. yeah. Did Jeff Garcia did Jeff Garcia play himself? No, no. It was an Shut actual play, Jeff Garcia. But it would have been cool if Jeff Garcia played himself. And I think Doug Flutie would have rather played himself too than the person that is yeah. playing Doug Flutie. He picked the shortest guy too. I, whoa, 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 whoa. Height I hate deficient. Doug Flutie. Height deficient. I don't know if um I don't know if Doug Flutie stands taller than four foot nine in that show. <laughs> oh yeah, really? I'm about to check this episode out. Yeah, episode two was good. Twenty one minutes. He's a of good five. drummer. Doug Flutie's like in a band with his brothers. I think. Great athlete, and Doug Flutie. Great athlete. Great competitor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, had a, he had hats made back in the day in the CFL with a mullet coming out the back. Oh, good businessman. Yeah, too. he had the last dropkick, I believe. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good stat. Calgary's a great place, just right? Just so we're clear, though, like. Not the best drop kicker in the NFL. No. no I'd like no. that to be known. Who is? Odell Beckham. I'm a pretty good fucking drop kicker. Like, I, there's a video on tape. I have like a 60 yard drop kick on tape. Now, Thomas Morstead also very good at it. The Aussie guys are very good at it. Wait, like, is this in a game you did that? No. Can't. Like, that's the thing. Like, Doug Flutie getting to do it in a game is obviously incredible. And being able to execute live in a game is awesome. I mean, that, that is, it takes a lot of time. It's not as easy as it is in practice or whatever. But the drop kick is a beautiful thing that probably will never get used again because it makes no sense to actually do it because it's, it's slower. It's uh, more likely to get blocked. It's hard to practice because are people actually coming in practice? You don't know how long you got to do it. But he is a great drop kicker, I will say. Mm-hmm. But it does feel like because he was the last one, there's a lot of conversation about like, oh, this is the guy, the authority on the drop <laughs> yeah. kick. And it's like, all right. I don't know. Like the Aussies can drop kick like literally in their sleep. Those dudes just kind of wake up and just do that. Here's a picture of Doug Flutie, obviously. That's him in the show. Oh, no. Jesus Christ. You got to remember that guy's a scumbag. Hold on. Look at this dude in the background. Who is the guy behind Doug Flutie? That's offensive lineman. He was guard. Is that a, that's a real NFL player currently, right? Uh, CFL. It's the NFL of Canada. It's actually one of the jokes in the show. I'm sorry I took that from uh, from Mama Rock. She's mm-hmm. awesome in the show. So is Grandma Rock. Oh, so Nona? The whole thing. Yeah, Nona. <laughs> Nona. Nona. Yeah, Nona Rock. Is absolutely incredible. That show is awesome, man. I love it. Me too. I've only seen episode one. I haven't seen episode two yet. Of oh, season, oh, season two? two? Yeah. Uh, sorry, you're sorry. full of shit. Dude. It is God. I yeah, couldn't do it. Couldn't even hold hey, it. Let in. me watch. Let me watch the same episode of The Office for the fiftieth time. You know, this yeah, this would be funny. Is it on? Is it on the cock or is it on Big NBC? It's on the cock. 
both. Probably. I'll go check it. I don't go to the to the cock very often, only to watch you. Well, it's so. Peacock suggestions too. It's right there. You'll find mm-hmm. it. Right? It's, it's like the top. third yeah. one yeah. over. I think you'll find it. Okay. Great storyline so far. Great. Obviously, it's life, but. Wait, Zito and The Rock are boys, though, online. They are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How did that happen? Uh, probably because uh, he understands that Oose is a fu- or yeah. Zito's a fucking real one, dude. Yeah. yeah. And last season, it was big. And then once Zito drank the Ooze juice and put it over, that really set the tone. Like, ooze okay, juice, we're ooze boys juice. Now. Hey, that Zoa uh, energy is very, very delightful. Nice. I love starting my morning with a nice ooze juice. Well, and there's no jitters <sighs> or crash either. Uh-uh. That's the thing Never. about it. High quality products. That's what the there's rock pre workout ooze juice too. Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I've been doing the uh, ooze juice pre workout. No jitters, no crash. <laughs> Has anyone done an ooze juice in Terramani yet? Oh, I assume oh, that's the concoction. I'm sure off camera he does, but he doesn't want to cut that Terramani because of how good it tastes. Yeah, that's true. He always enjoys it out of the ice. He poured himself a massive glass of Terramani. How about when he's popping that bottle in his (laughs) chest? He makes everything look delicious. He He makes everything look What are you talking about? Everything he's a part of is good. Well, I haven't had the energy drink yet, but I know the tequila's pretty damn good. The French toast, also delicious. The sushi, the cod. I think the French toast will be available. Really? I think, yeah. It's going on for his own French toast. I, I don't know, know if it's nationwide, though, is it? I don't know if it's nationwide. Check it now. I thought they made it in-house. Why doesn't he have a restaurant chain? Well, I think he should just have a DoorDash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ghost, Ghost it was a rock-bottom brewery. He oh, had to be attached to he that. He should have a steakhouse. <laughs> Dewey's DoorDash? He had to be My attached. buddy was a huge rock fan growing up, and there, he had a big jug from the, the rock-bottom brewery. And I ate there in Minneapolis before game ones. Was it good? Yeah. Great Were spot. You, did you go out and eat in uh, restaurants night before games? I tried not to, but if I had family in town, I would. Yeah, I, I didn't do much of that at all. I was invited. I like I liked room service in my room. Yeah, I, I just passed out until meetings, yeah. and I went back to bed until game, and I just kind of got in and out. There was guys that loved going out and about and eating and everything like that, and I've never Shopping. Forget. Guys come on the plane with 15 bags. It's like, geez, how do you have enough time? <laughs> what are you guys doing here? I, there's a couple cities you want to walk around and see. Like when we played the uh, Commanders the first time, I was like, oh, I want to go walk around – dc a little bit. i want to go walk around and see like virginia a little bit because it's interesting some other cities maybe but a lot of those places like even for smackdown i feel like i've been in so many cities and i've not seen any of them you know just the road from the airport to the arena <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and then the arena back to the airport and then i'm out of there same thing with football it was like i was in all these cities and it was like i looked out of the hotel room and i saw it, it looked pretty nice <laughs> And I shot the blind, made it as pitch black as possible so I can sleep. And then I guess I got to see some of their people at the stadium, but never really experienced a lot of these places. I feel like we've missed out on a lot, AJ. Yeah. I mean, true. When you have a game, I don't know. Some guys, everyone's so different. Some guys cannot sit in the room for a half a second. Others love it. That's what retirement's for. Yeah. What, going and seeing places? Mm-hmm. Go walk around and sightsee like an idiot? Well, that's why Fort Worth was... Like a curious person. What do you mean? Like an no, idiot? no, of course you can go. Sightseeing is great. Believe me, we go all over the place. My wife likes to travel. I like to see things, but I don't need to spend four hours in one thing that you think is awesome. Like, I, no. 10 minutes does me the same. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I concur. And if you... Or I concur. If you sign up for one of those tours... You're dead. Where they're bussing you around. You get a good uh, on a bus with 50 people, and then you got to wait. Like, I just... Mass transit, like, with... When you have to rely on other people it's just so slow moving it's tough kinker they don't get through the shit enough and when they get to a something boring it's like i like to skip this chapter yeah. can mm-hmm. we please next. get to the next one uh, 30 minutes we'll go to this i did a castle tour over in europe Ooh. and you know i remember thinking like how cool it was going to be or whatever 
Uh, those rooms all look the exact same. Yeah, castles. <laughs> yeah, no, they want to stay. The, the the guide wants to. The, usually, if you like hire a guide, we did that at Stonehenge with the, our kids and everything. Hired the walking guide, and like four minutes in, we're like you're walking so slow and stopping. Like we just left them basically. Yeah, come on, pal. We got to get <laughs> who did this? How did this happen? This was aliens, right? We all agree this is aliens. Thanks. All right, <laughs> see you later. Give me to the kitchen. Yeah. What are they eating? Let me see the bed. All right, cool. Is there an office here? And what's the weird long hallway where it uses as a power trip? That's all I need to know. And then let me get out of here. Instead, I'm seeing like this is the guest bedroom that Sir Blah 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 stayed in one night, and then this is this guest bed. It's like all right. I can Zillow this. Can we fucking get yeah. to the real stuff here? Yeah, no, thank you. I, I can't imagine people doing that all day. That's that's full. That's they a do full it. business. Jones. I know. I, I went to the um, the actual castle that was um, the inspo for the Disney castle. Oh, really? That's sweet. It's oh, on like the side of a cliff almost. I where? Think, if I recall. The one in France where like, uh, like you can only go out to it in low tide? I don't know if it's France or Germany. Because I thought it was one from uh, France. And you can I've only seen a lot there. of castles. Yeah. They all look the exact same. You guy. should buy one. I don't think they're... You see some old ones for sale? Absolutely. Sometimes. So Epstein's Islands are up for sale. You want to buy it, AJ? $125 million. Yeah. Is that how much they're asking? It has mm-hmm. good reception there. I love for the dock. Well, I mean, I would imagine that's a very valuable island. Uh-huh. What do you mean, imagine? You have stock in it. You'll make money off the sale. Stock in it. AJ, which, which part of the island is your favorite? The submarine dock? Is there a submarine? There's not a submarine there. No, AJ. Oh, you would know, wouldn't yeah, you? Come on, you pal. weirdo. Let's go That'd to be jet. sweet to have your own submarine. Let's go to uh, Jet in Sakatawa, Canada. Ooh. <laughs> What's up, boys? How's it going? Hey, what? Uh, gr- going good. Sorry about that. What part of Canada are you in? Saskatchewan. I mean, Mitt. Met. Great to see you, Met. By the way, we love yeah, seeing you, Met. We love you, buddy. You're How's it spelled? It's Saskatchewan. Yeah, he spelled S E C A T A W A. And in my head, I'm like, that's probably Saskatchewan. Yeah. yeah. But also, I don't know Canada that Could well. Could be Saskatchewan. I just learned about <laughs> newfies yeah. and stuff yeah. like that the other day. So close to Canada, don't know fuck about them. Sorry about it, Jet. What's going on, pal? Well, I uh, saw that tweet from OBJ about Matt Ryan going to the Colts and how it's the greatest thing that ever happened to football. And I was just curious, uh, is there any chance the Colts would go grab OBJ? And does he still have the juice to be a W? He's going to the Browns. Jet, did you not see him in the Super Bowl, Jet? Hell yeah. And what part of Saskatchewan are you in? Are you close to North Dakota or uh, you up in the meet a little bit? Yeah, I'm close to North Dakota. I'm in Regina. Oh, oh love yeah. Regina, Saskatchewan. Okay. Oh, All right, thank you. Uh, John Ryan, home of John Ryan. John Ryan is a Regina uh, legend, mm-hmm. also a American Ninja Warrior legend, mm-hmm. a great punter, great quarterback, mm-hmm. CFO legend. Dude is shredded. Yoked. Yoked, yoked, that guy. Yeah. Hell of an athlete. Was a wide receiver, I believe, in the CFL as well. Really? Wow. Damn. I think. Wow. He's yeah. married to a female comedian. I forget her name. Amy Schumer. No. Not that one. Sarah. Sarah Silverman. Silverman. It's not Sarah Silverman. Eliza Schlesinger. No. Schlesinger. No. We, we would have never got her name right. It's not Eliza. Yeah, I don't think it's her either. Amy Poehler. It's not Amy Poehler. Tina Fey? Not Tina Fey. Kristen Wiig. Not Kristen Wiig. Angela <clears throat> Bassett. Is married to Sarah Colonna. Yeah, well, oh, Sarah Colonna. Yeah. We were Colonna, right there. Colonna. Yeah, Colonna. Yeah, Colonna. Mm-hmm. Colonna. Thanks. They're a great couple, by the way. She's hilarious. Yeah. She is hilarious. <laughs> 
I'm happy they, you know. Clap it up for them. Yeah. It happened. Oh, we were. You know Celebrity couples don't ever work. I'm happy they're yeah. working. Yes. yes. Seriously. Still going. It's real love, dude. She was on the show with Chelsea Handler. With, she was part of Chelsea lately, so that's why we thought. Oh. That's why. Town, okay. listen. We know you have a computer directly. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever you sit back, you know, and start explaining things, you know, like any other little tidbits you found there from your quick Wikipedia search there, Jeff? She went to the University of Arkansas. Yeah, there oh, we we it, Suey. it all comes back around. Yeah. We got a big night tonight. Join our, ten, baby? join our boost. Okay, we we don't like it, but you'll at least be alongside of us. And since we don't like it, it'll probably hit. Yes. Yeah. This will probably hit. Let's have a night tonight. Let's enjoy the United States beating the hell out of Mexico. Oh, yeah. And then let's enjoy Peru losing to uh uh, you know, Costa Rica, and, yep. and let's watch Canada fucking get a dub, and then let's go to the soccer Lombardi. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Tonight's a night where the Sweet 16 overs boost hits. Mm-hmm. Tonight's a night where Christian Pulisic cements himself as the greatest soccer player on earth. What? Give the guy the goddamn balloon to throw. Why? Uh, give him the balloon. Give him the balloon. It's not too soon to give him the balloon. Hell yeah. Well said. Thank you. It's a great campaign. Yeah. Has any American ever won? No. no. Clint Evans. Tony Miola. Tony Miola. He didn't win. Tony Miola won. Tony Miola. Colby Jones was close one. Yeah. Dude, his Josie Altador. So sweet. Josie Altador was right on the cusp, and then freaking Messi stole his shine. No, I think Acosta, also a player on our team tonight, he's uh, he's up for the blind door. Uh-huh. Diego? No, no, no. Yeah. Acosta, too. Jamie, I think you guys yeah. did. Oh. I, he's very good. I'm excited to watch him play. <laughs> what Gio Reyna, too. Gio Reyna is going to tear it up tonight. What is this? I cannot What is going wait. on? <laughs> our team's fucking stacked. Yeah, we got to track guys. all these guys. You guys. E-team you or guys. not? Diego no. Costa, he was going to play. I thought so, too. He decided not fucking to. False promises. <laughs> Winalda's still the fucking coach. Who's coaching Winalda's these boys? Banned from US yeah, Winalda's dead. Brubar. Rubauer When's Bob Bradley coming back? Yes. You can tell we don't want that. Watching, <laughs> watching Ty's you know, brain try to find soccer information. In there. I saw him kick hockey talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go, United States. Here we go, go boys. Here we go, lads. There's a boost for a goal in the first 20 minutes on FanDuel as well. I'd like to let everybody know. Yeah, that's not happening. We do not like that boost. We don't like that. I bet on it, but we don't like that boost. Or we don't like the overs boost. We are betting on both of them, though. And yeah. we plan on celebrating both of them tomorrow on Feel Good Friday. Hell yeah! Thank you, Shams and D-Butt. Thank Excited you, to see Shams who joins us tomorrow. And uh, we've got a lot of people reach out to us about booking that have zero booking experience, but will give a lot of effort. And I appreciate that. I'm not sure that's how the booking game goes. No. But we will look into every single person that has reached out because we do Every need single one of them? Just because you get 50 to. of your internet friends to tag all of us in every fucking tweet and say, hire this fucking guy. Guess what? That's not going to work. Now, Tom, speaking <laughs> You most Tom. likely got muted and blocked. Tom. It would help to have a fan, though. It would help if someone is a fan of the show because they kind of know the Jeez. kind of I would like to let Panda know who Tone is talking to. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's definitely who I'm talking to. He is about. being consistent. Tone is speaking for Tone. He does not speak <laughs> for everybody else. Definitely looking into Panda because the passion in that video to become a booker for us is what we need, I think. That's right. I think we need that type of passion, actually. 
actually, but there's he's not the only one. There's a lot of people that are trying to get in there, and it is an honor. So I think everybody is due, you know, at least a look into everybody. I've gotten four scroll oh, emails yeah. that have been forwarded to me from other people that have gotten emails on why people think they'd be a good booker. Everybody knows I haven't read a book before, but some of these really long emails make it a compelling case to hire all Probably of them. Probably some short emails too, though, right? What's like that? Simple, concise, easy-to-read ones as well. Yeah, those ones do get read at a much more rapid rate than the long ones. But this is something we are actively seeking, we are looking into, and we appreciate everybody's potential want to do that job. With that being said, it's like... It's not just a fun job, I don't think. Like, that job stinks. Yeah. Yeah. That job is not a fun job. Like, I don't think a lot of people fully understand, like, how bad that job stinks. Like, it is not a fun thing to do to just fire off, bum, 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 bum. And then, like, yeah, we'd like to do it. Yeah, we'd like to do it. No, we don't want to do it. Yeah, we would like to do it. We can't do it till this day. And then mixing it all in and matching. It's not fun. It's not an easy job is what we're saying. So we have to be pretty diligent on who we hire to do it. I think we know the traits of the person that could probably be well mm-hmm. at it. That's why I think all these really long emails, you know, need to be thoroughly read through. That's yeah. right. Have you done it before? Do you have contacts in the industry? We do have a leader, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Are you good at networking at public events, like a concert, maybe? And how, Oh, what is your presentation like on the internet? Are you an asshole? You know, because that doesn't necessarily help us. Even though we are a bunch of assholes, we can't have our person that is representing us with these suits, which is who you have to talk to being, it's like, you got to play the game. So we're trying to go through it all here and we will pay for that job. That Mm -hmm. job will, you will make good money Mm -hmm. in that particular job. So, Keep sending in your uh, things. Yeah. Panda is, though, that passion is something I'm not, I don't think it's going to be easy to find. Yeah, you can't shy away from that. Tell them, though. There was some other stuff that was getting sent to me that I didn't mute a conversation in. Yeah. yeah I mean, you, know, you got it. Sure. We get it, dude. <laughs> I'm not saying it. There, there <laughs> the guy's is, probably a good guy, I'm not sure. There is a leader in the clubhouse. I think we all know that. Who's that? I mean, he owns his own business. He's a pretty uh, yeah. good people person. I believe his interactions on the internet have been nothing Indiana's number but above one par. Realtor. Also yes. likes to have a good time. Yeah, yeah. Can drink with the best of them. Likes. Not Shinigami. Who? Although Shinigami does have connections. He does. True. But Steve. I, Steve. Oh, Big Steve. Big Steve, six two three forty. Steve has been found. Has, Did has you, oh, you found you actually found the Big Steve. Steve found us. Yeah, <laughs> Steve found us, and he has entered into the race of being a Booker. Mm-hmm. Oh, welcome to the team, Steve. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, we're doing our due diligence. <laughs> That's right. Uh-huh. I've only seen him one time. I loved his energy. I liked everything about him, but I'm not 100 sure he's. What necessary. a great story if he comes on board. <laughs> Well, Shinigami's actually not a bad idea. I've been thinking about him. Yeah. Granted, if people say no to him, he will kick them in the face, but... <laughs> He'll fucking shit them in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Something i got to work on, I think, is flexibility. I just realized. <laughs> Holy hell, what was that all about? Grab oh, you mat. wearing your Zions? Yeah, dude, because he's back, dude. He's fucking... Yeah, I saw yeah. that. And then Shams said, they're trying to ramp him up, see if he's healthy. We don't have enough time. Probably not this season. I'm like, Shams... He literally just tweeted that or posted that to say, I'm fucking ready. They're not playing me. Yeah. They're in a playoff game spot, too. These yeah. Pelicans keep holding me back. These Pelicans keep holding me back. Basketball? Uh, can you please put that up on uh, before we get... 
Oh, no. That was against you? Oh, AJ. Hey, threw a touchdown on us. In the NFC Championship. Oh what were you supposed to do? You are just supposed to make sure he doesn't run there, right? Somebody else is supposed to get the tight end that released? Yeah, it was it was uh yeah, it was a tough deal for us. They got us on our call. Yeah, it was just yeah, short side of the field, we were crashing, bam. See tough, ya. tough deal. Yeah, I will never forget that. Neither will John, by the way. And then the yeah, onside right. kick too. Hey, you were hey, kick. you were no on not, the other side. No, who's uh Jordy? I think Jordy Jordy's right Jordy's right. right behind the second row on uh yeah, unfortunately, yeah, Bostick. It went off his hands and head. Hey, mm-hmm. but if you if you watch that back from the side I'm gonna oh get you, John. Look at your I'm fucking get you. eye. He wasn't gonna pick up the first down with fucking AJ though. No. AJ scraping over the top. Probably oh, yeah. not even supposed to be there, huh? Just making a play. Yeah. Most dangerous kind of on that one. Mm. Hey, that ball is landed in Jordy's hands like this, by the way. Yeah. That on site. Yeah. They showed it the other day. They showed it like uh, I think whenever NFL's greatest games are when Russ got traded. I think traded. when Russ got traded, it was like the Russell's greatest games as a Seahawk or whatever. They had it all on NFL network out here. Some we get lost in some of those games, by the way. It's like, oh shit. Like yeah, I watched like some plays. Awesome. I'm like, here we go. Like this was ten years ago. I don't remember the I remember who wins probably, but I don't remember the exacts on how we get there. There's a lot of bad plays by big name people that we forget about. Oh yeah. And like some big there's always like one person that'll catch blame. But then you watch the game back, it was like, oh, there's like seven, eight plays here where this game could have certainly went a different direction and it chose not to. I watched the Super Bowl I played in for the first time. Like oh, two yeah. weeks ago. First time I ever seen the game back. First time I ever watched it. And uh, there was like numerous plays in there. I was like, I don't remember that happening. God damn, if that happens, we're probably fu- I'm probably Twitter bio fucking Super Bowl champ. Fuck yeah. you. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Probably a whole different world. I didn't remember that game the way it went. It's nice to run those games. But that onside kick by the Seahawks, great kick, by the way. Good high hop there. But, I mean, Jordy's doing, I mean. Yeah, front line, you just got to run forward and block your guy. Yeah, that's the job yeah. there, yeah. Thanks. Boston got excited. The ball was coming to him. That You, you try to coach that I out of that person, by the way. You try to say, hey, like, hey, you're not here to fucking, you're here to protect this guy who's catching it. We had Pat Anger. He was on our front line. But he was, there was zero chance he was running at anybody. If that ball was coming in his direction, Pat Anger was hopping. I think he has, like, two, three of those things covered. Like, great hands, great bounce. But his job was technically to take somebody out. So every time he did that, He's rolling the dice on like, yeah. I'm supposed to do this, but if I do this and I do well, nobody cares. I do this and I fuck up. Oh, I'm probably fired. That's yeah. what happened to Boston. You know what I mean? Like that's that's exactly what took place. Just as somebody who um, who enjoys a good onside kick, mm-hmm. it was nice watching. You know, I think it was uh, Hauschka that kicked that one for probably, Seattle. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Hauschka that kicked. That was mm-hmm. great onside kick. Fucking great yeah. onside. Kick. There's a lot of shitty onside kicks right now because. It's damn near impossible to get. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the lost art. Yeah. People forget Russell Wilson had like four interceptions in that game too. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of that. Tyreek Hill is Tyreek Hill is talking about uh, his new home. This is via my sports update. Tua is one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the NFL, man. His ball placement, getting us the ball in space and us utilizing our speed, that's dangerous. So Tyreek, much like Russell Wilson, watched the All-22 of all the games last year, saw what Tua had to offer. I would assume that had to be a part of the pitch, by the way, by Mike Mm -hmm. McDaniel. Remember, Mike McDaniel, big on clips, showing people on why Mm -hmm. they need to do what they need to do, why we're doing what we're doing. I would assume a part of the pitch was like, hey, listen, we got a quarterback that nobody really knows about because he hasn't really been – uh, put in a lot of situations for success. Here's some plays that would fit the type of offense that I would run, and here is some of the throws that he has made. Boom, boom, boom. You might not know Tua yet, Tyreek, but with you, with our offense, with the way he plays, this could be magic. And that's probably what Tyreek Hill is saying there, do you think? 
Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, McDaniel probably showed him a million clips of, hey, this is where we'll use you. This is what we can do. And probably get, I would imagine being Tyree Kill, you get very excited hearing all the ideas that this new young head coach has for you. And yeah, you see it. He talks about how accurate Tua is. So and, we'll and see if he throws the ball down the field. Think about how excited Mike McDaniel is to get a Tyree Kill in that offense. Yeah. You know? Mike McDaniel just wants to start the season, don't you think? Like he knows, like he understands the hype surrounding everything. He even said, I don't have any. I'm a zero win head coach, yeah, so he yeah. just wants to get going. I love that guy. I love the Dolphins. Congrats to you guys. Congrats. Congrats. Congrats, Goom. Still going to be tough with uh, Buffalo Bills. What yeah. is Stephon Diggs tweeting about? Yeah, that's wild. Have you seen that? Darius Butler brought that up. He was like, Diggs is even saying, like, hey, it's just business. It's nothing personal. I'm like, what does that mean for Diggs? What is Diggs doing? Is he talking about Cole Beasley, maybe? Or is he talking about somebody else? He's talking about other players, Don himself. Because it feels like everything that we've heard out of him and Josh Allen in Buffalo is like all good, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. He's talking about somebody else. That's just a tweet about life. Mm -hmm. That's what that is. Yeah, better hope so. All right, we're back tomorrow. Uh, Hammer is in about 25 minutes. Yeah. 3.45. Uh, Then uh, tonight we got a couple booths that we're hammering that we're not 100%. Let's ride. Here we go. Hell yeah. I'm percent sold on. How is that only plus 120? They'll both hit. I don't know. I'm going to have to sit down with that person. Eat a lot of buckets. Also, how does it start at minus 120? That's kind of my curiosity. If you parlay all four overs and it's plus 12,000, how come it's minus 120? Well, that's the big question. Like, because they show us the was and the now Mm -hmm. and, like, get a, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, that's good. 40 points here from a negative to a positive is great. Yeah. But what we're saying is I think there was a glitch whenever that was was okay. created. Yeah. See, my personal thinking is if you add up all the totals, they think there's going to be 572 and a half points tonight. So if you would have went 569 and a half, then maybe minus 120 to sure. plus 120. But I could see now that it's three points over, maybe plus 120 to plus 160. 200. Yeah, because they think it's going to push. They think every bet they put out is going to push, right? Mm-hmm. So they think there's going to be 572 and a half points scored tonight. I mean, we might as well hit the all four overs. Yeah, going to do that <laughs> for sure. A plus 1,200. Uh-huh. Yeah. Doing that. And then that first 20 goal, like we're only going to watch, what, five, six minutes of that game? At the right, game. if. So we'll find out early if we hit that one too. Yeah, yeah. I'm just banking on Gumpy watching letting us know. U.S. double chance at pretty much even money is a very good bet. My what does friend. that mean? Uh, so if they win or tie, you win your bet. <laughs> double okay. chance. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Double. What is it called? Double chance. Plus. Oh, it's minus one ten. That's not even money. Just about. Are the people who are at that other game in Liga MX going to be there? Because if they are, I don't like our No fans. AJ said there's no fans going under. Right, AJ? None. Zero. Yeah, I believe. I believe that. I believe that we. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. Those motherfuckers are going to be in the building. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They don't don't give a damn about all the Liga MX stuff. They're going to be in there just. There's a lot of this from our crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like just all games. Yep. Wear a helmet. Oh. 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 I want to bring a hatchet oh. with you. Right There's probably going to be a metal detector, but if it's that fat guy from the English soccer. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Uh, see. <laughs> see. See. Bueno. 
Tyreek Hill, more quotes on Mike McDaniel here uh, via Ari Murov at My Sports Update, Pro Football Focus. He's probably the funniest head coach I've ever met in my life. He's a dope guy. Fun guy to be around. His energy is contagious. I'm excited with the way he's telling me he'll get the ball. He's telling me he'll get me the ball. Excited to play for the guy. I think we all are, by the way. Yeah. Once yeah. we met Mike McDaniel, we thought the same thing. Sold. I can't believe this guy's a head coach in the NFL, and I'm pumped that this guy's a head coach in the NFL. Nothing like anybody else, I think, that is head coach in the NFL, right? Not at all. I sat right in Ty's seat for over an hour. Very awesome. comfortable, too, by the way. Sat in the pocket, was never anything but himself, answered the questions how he believes. Hidden jokes in there, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm a big fan. Tyreek also said uh, Mike McDaniel sounds like Shrek. <laughs> he said that? Yes, My fuck one. What? Who was that? What's that about? That's not Shrek, I don't think. Who was that? It's Michael Myers. No, Zee, you only look like Shrek. You don't <laughs> that's not true, Zee. Get off my land, donkey! There it is. I got it. I got it. I had to find the words. Don't know how we can go from there. Thank you, to everybody, for watching. See you guys tomorrow. 20 minutes until Hammer. Done! You guys are the best. Bye.